supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. Waco. Don't miss the 2020 PBR Unleash the Beast World Finals at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, November 12th through the 15th. The professional bull riders trade the lights of Vegas for its historic World Finals appearance. Deep in the heart of Texas, come be a part of history in the making in a safe, socially distant environment and experience the PBR's richest and most coveted event. Limited tickets are available at PBR.com, ATTStadium.com, and SeatGeek.com. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN, your Central Texas sports leader. 1660 AM, 92.3 FM. And for our friends down in Bell County, Coriel County, Williamson County, we are at 100.9 FM. And we thank you for being a part of this uh, this program here this afternoon. Let's check in. Around the horn we go uh, over to third base. And uh, he, he, I'm not sure if he's got a gold glove or not, but here's Glenn Stretch-Smith. Glenn, how I'm, you doing? I'm good, and I've always got two gold gloves, brother. I'm, I'm ambidextrous. I like that. Well, I, I'm Baptist, so, you know, you, you go. <laughs> everybody's got to be who they need to be. So Exactly right. You go to your church, and I'll go to mine. I'm all about it. <laughs> Over at first base, Garrett, what's going on? Uh, not much. I'm good, man. Another day in paradise. Another day. There you go. So there, got a lot of stuff going on. Hey, on the program today. Don't know that we can. Well, you know what? This is this has got a, a chance to be another radio extravaganza. It really, really does. Uh, we're going to talk with Ronnie Porter of the Troy Trojans. You know, yesterday we we talked to Academy head coach Chris Lancaster and uh, his and uh, who spent several years there in Troy, and he plays the Troy Trojans and uh, winners in. It's kind of one of those deals. So we'll talk to Ronnie Porter coming up. At the bottom of this hour, uh, three thirty. Uh, at four o'clock or so, we're gonna we're gonna hear from uh, Scott Drew talking about uh, Jared Butler and Macy Oteague and what uh, what they mean to that basketball team. Uh, at four fifteen, the Cowboys are, are going to be uh, in the news today. Is well, I don't know. <laughs> we got some interesting audio stretch uh, about the Cowboys and, and their quarterback situation. A couple of them make you scratch your head, but we'll get to that a little later on. Jared Sandler of the uh, the uh, Texas Ranger radio team uh, will join us uh, as uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa and uh, and Joy Gallo have both won Gold Gloves for the Rangers and you know in the rebuild process stretch that's that's not a bad place to start is it I mean that's the no, nucleus of your of your team yeah I mean it's it's good to have that to have that rock over there at third base or you know what they feel like is going to be their third baseman of the future and obviously Gallo we know he can. You know, we know what he does with the bat in his hand. So, you know, I, I'm assuming that that's where they're going to start, and that's the positive that they're going to go with. So, 
We'll talk about that. Uh, also, uh, earlier today on Unnecessary Roughness with Ward and, and Stephen and, uh, and, uh, and Q, they had uh, Greg Tepper from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Fox Sports Southwest on the program. And he was talking about Scott Stewart and, and uh, what Coach Stewart means to that Temple Wildcat football program. Thought it was some interesting comments, and we'll get to that today as well. Also, Joe Trahan from WFAA would join us to talk Cowboy football and maybe even some Ranger baseball. And speaking of the Rangers, uh, former big leaguer and uh, Texas Rangers, I think he spent 16 years in the big leagues. 11 of those with the Rangers, and uh, we're talking about a cat that could cut it loose and throw the fastball. Bobby Witt will join us on the program, and now Bobby's uh, working for uh, Octagon, a uh, Octagon Sports. He's a, he's a sports agent, so we'll get into that. And Stretch, am I right? He's gonna he's gonna rep his son in uh, in in professional baseball. I believe already has. I mean, you know, anytime you've got you know J- Bobby Junior, you know he he spent all of his time really in the last probably 10 years really tutoring that young man and I'm sure that he is you know repping him and making sure that he's he's well taken care of and uh, you know getting the things that he needs and kind of sharing in the experiences that you know that, that Bobby had as a big leaguer I mean I know that you know Bobby and Rusty Greer close Bobby Jr. and 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 Rusty's son you know played high school baseball together they're all close so it's close-knit group but uh be fun to talk to him be fun to hear his kind of what he what he thinks about the direction of the Rangers and where the you know where where the possibility of uh, of that franchise could go but also kind of he's got a great pulse for what's going on around major league baseball period i mean you know i'm i'm, I'm going to be interested to ask him about turner about you know the things that he got caught up into in the celebration and you know was he being selfish to go out there and do the things that he'd done after you know after getting that positive test it'll be it'll be interesting to get his outlook on that it will, and, and uh, you know, we <laughs> did. Was he was he selfish? I mean, I'm said he played two hours with it with his team, and before they before they de- decided that it was time that he had to come off the field, all of his teammates seemed to be perfectly fine with him being out there for the celebration. I'm just curious, your thoughts, Stretch, and your thoughts, Garrett. Well, I, I I do think that you know we don't know enough about this uh, this virus. We don't, and so I, I, I do. I think it's you could get caught up in the moment and go out there and say, you know what, hey, we we we've been waiting for this for a long time, and if I've got a mask on, and if and you know if I'm doing the right things, you know, should I be able to go out there and celebrate and get caught up in that with my team, and then. You know, part of me says, hey, you know what, you, that, that, that is a little selfish and, you know, you're going to have every opportunity to, to you know, be able to do some things with your team. It just doesn't need to be right after you've tested positive for this situation. I, you know, I have mixed feelings about it because I think there's still so many unknowns with this virus. I mean, is it, you know, how dangerous is it in those situations? I didn't watch enough of the – tape to say hey did he say stay socially distanced from his teammates no <laughs> i did yeah so that's you see what i'm saying i mean there's so many unknowns here so uh, i i really am i think it's skating on very thin ice when you you need to go you know you feel like you have to go out there then you're caught up with the emotion of obviously your team winning and getting out there it's uh it, it is it's skating on really thin ice i the way i look at it is the dude was in the game for 
eight in, well he i think he went out in the eighth inning right so yeah he played seven he, he innings. spent 95 percent of the time in the dugout engaging with these guys so by that time i'm sure if somebody was to have caught it it would have already passed i think this falls solely on the major league baseball they handled the whole situation poorly once the test come back inconclusive in the first place i feel like he should have been isolated until they got a conclusive test the day before Correct. right the day before Correct. is when the first that test was inconclusive yeah, yeah. yeah and i feel like you know at that's at that point in time is when the mlb should have said we're gonna sit you aside and we need to wait until we get know if it's positive or negative <laughs> Boy, that's a tough one too <laughs> so but, but i mean think about it it's a human element you've been out there you've been together this whole time and yeah you know you got it but at that point in time Hell, you're going to go celebrate. What, what else is there? And clearly, you're asymptomatic. I mean, you're yeah. not sick. So, but yeah, to say, hey, we we're not sure if you got it, but you might have it. You know, with the inconclusive test, but because you might have it, you've got to sit out the yeah, that, championship game of the World Series. I'm not going to hold that against him or the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. So anyway, we'll we'll get into that a little later on this afternoon with uh, with Bobby Witt, uh, the former big leaguer with the Rangers. So I, I think this is going to be a fun one. Plus, this is game day guys this is game day for the mac conference this is they've got what 73 games scheduled for tonight <laughs> seems like it <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable they've got everybody and their grandmother playing so we'll talk about that later on today as well hey hey we got a cool deal we got a cool deal going for you i mean we're, we're we got a lot of fun stuff you know we we just welcome walk-ons back to the program and to the station uh, yesterday, walk-ons is where you uh, when you call the when you call the radio station when you call the the, the studio and, and and talk to Garrett and 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 hang out with Garrett and, and and all that kind of fun stuff. You're calling the walk-on Sports Bistro listener line. Well, we got another cool deal going for you, and and we want you to start doing it right now, right now. ESPN Central Texas brings you the holiday chill. Check this out. It's sponsored by Coors Light, and you could win either a five-pack of Coors Light Yeti mugs or a Coors Light Yeti hopper. You're saying, what's a Yeti hopper? You're saying, what's a Yeti hopper? What's a Yeti hopper? Thank I got it. Thank you very you much. You only got to tell me twice. Yeti hopper. This is the. It's like a backpack. Well, it ain't like a backpack. It is a backpack, but it's an ice chest backpack. It's a Yeti ice chest backpack. It is the coolest thing and you say, well, man, I'd like to see a picture of that. Well, okay, you can. Just go to SyntexSportsFan.com and check it out. So, uh, and what we want you to do, we want you to, whenever you're out and about and and you, you drop by your local favorite convenience store, your local favorite grocery store, and you see the Coors Light display, take a picture. Get a selfie next to the uh, next to the uh, next to the the display and. The king of selfies is Garrett. If you ever go to Garrett's Facebook page, there's Absolutely about 912 no. uh, selfies on there. But you just take a selfie and then text it to us uh, at 662-1660 with the keyword chill. Keyword is chill. Text it to us. And then uh, I guess on Fridays, every Friday, we're going to announce a winner. We'll, we'll figure out a, a winner. We'll announce a winner. And they'll either win the uh, the five pack of Coors Light Yeti mugs or that Coors Light Yeti hopper. And then when this when when, when we run out of these things, and you know that may be ten years from now. No, it's in in a, in a couple in a month or so, in about eight actually about two months, about eight weeks. When we get down down, we'll then take all of our winners and we'll draw for a flat screen TV. 
So that'd be kind of cool. So we, we've got that for you with the weekly winners being selected every Friday during game time. And then one lucky winner is going to win that grand prize. It's a flat screen TV from Coors Light. So keep Texas chill throughout the holiday season. You need to celebrate responsibly, please. 2020 Coors Brewing Company. They're in Golden, Colorado. By the way, you must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase is necessary. Uh, and to, to enter the contest. And for full contest rules and to check it all out, you can go to SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. So, but really, if you want to check that, 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 that backpack, uh, that hopper is, is really a cool deal. So, and, you know, you, everybody knows what, uh, what a, Yeti, a Yeti mug is, and we've got five of them for you, a, a five-pack uh, so, I mean, just really a neat deal. So hope you'll do that and check it out and start sending those pictures in to us. We, you know, uh, we'd like to see, we'd like to see them. So just spin by your favorite convenience store or your favorite grocery store and take that selfie right there with the, with the display. Three thirteen, thirteen after three o'clock. When we come back, we're going to dive into the big 12. I was just looking at the standings and Garrett and I were dissecting the numbers and we'll talk about that next here on ESPN central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and not quite as cool. Low temperatures fall to 54 degrees. We may see a few clouds to start the day tomorrow, otherwise mostly sunny skies. Another mild day with a high of 78 and mostly sunny skies on Friday and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor football on the road this week headed to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Three eighteen, eighteen minutes after three o'clock. I was just in a, it was, I was just looking out the window. You're I thought out there I, looking at the golf course. <laughs> I thought it was just a nice day. <laughs> Codwood Creek's next door, and I was just you know, oh, well, the, 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 what, we call that bumper music in the business, and that that just indicates hey, it's time to start doing the show again. And hey, the bumper music was just about gone. Stretch and Garrett's looking at me like you fool. Will you start doing something? <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Hey, uh, Big 12 football coming up this weekend. Of course, we got the Bears and uh, Iowa State. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff, so our broadcast will begin at 4 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. West Virginia is at Texas. That's an 11 o'clock kick. Broadcast time at 10 a.m. on our sister station, 104.9 Bob FM. Kansas at Oklahoma. That's a 2.30 kick. Tech at TCU is also a 2.30 kick. And Oklahoma State and Kansas State is a 3 p.m. kick. I was, uh, Stretch, we were looking at the numbers. And Kansas State's 4-1, Iowa State's 4-1, Oklahoma State's 3-1. The Mountaineers, the Longhorns, and the Sooners are all 3-2. Frogs, 2-3. Bears, 1-3. Red Raiders, 1-4. And and Kansas, of course, 0-5 in the league. So is this a balanced league or is this a, we don't have a, a premier team in this conference. I think it's a conference that says we're, we're we got about four or five teams that are just average as a bowl of grits, and we're gonna we're gonna beat up on one another, and it'll be fun to watch because any of us can win on any given Saturday. But 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 it's not a league that has a team that can or or will be really in in serious consideration for for uh, for the championship. For, well, the, for the tournament, for the playoffs. No, and, and it's a league that hasn't, you know, in a while. So, I, no, I don't think it's – I don't think – and I say in a while. I mean, when when was Oklahoma last in it? Were they in it? Uh, last year and they got smoked by LSU. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, I, I, I almost – they were a team that shouldn't have been in it last year, I guess was my point. But, uh, guys, 
right now the Big 12, it feels like the, the power has so shifted away from, you know, I, and, and again, I'm a Texas guy. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to brag on Texas teams, but, boy, it, it, sure, feels like, it sure feels like this year is, is – is, we're just having a shift in the power away from the Big 12. I, I, that's the best that I know how to say it because right now, can you make an argument for any of these teams? That was my point. That's exactly my point. I'm, take a look. The, the list I just read you, mm-hmm. Kansas State, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, those are your three teams that are one loss. Does any of those teams – and I know that, you know, you don't play them on paper and you don't play them with, a, with a, your opinion – uh, you play them on the football field. I get that. But just looking at those three teams, and we've seen them a bunch on television and, and, and in person, for, for that matter, those three teams, d- does any one of those teams scare Clemson, scare Alabama, uh, <laughs> scare no. Ohio State? No. 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 And, and so, therefore, yeah, you're going to have a conference champion, but uh, that conference champion is going to go to a nice bowl game but it's not going to be in in the uh, in the playoffs. And, and one of the things that we were talking about, Stretch, it could be Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, okay, for, for example. Bedlam. But here's the thing. Is either one of them good enough to beat the other twice? Because they're going to play in the regular season, and I think it's the last game of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, uh, Garrett? Yeah, it is. And then they're going to turn around and play in the conference championship. Ernie so, Banks, we're just for hell. Let's play let's two. Play two. We got him here. That's exactly right. Let's play two. So, are, is either one of them good enough for a sweep? And, and, and that's what you're asking for. And that's what we were talking about a, a few, a couple. Of, I guess it was a week or so ago. And it was. It, it seemed a little far fetched, but I mean, you really could. And, and Garrett, I heard Garrett this morning on um, on Stephen with Stephen this morning, and, and they were talking about it the big 12 and, and, and Garrett feels like that Oklahoma is the team that right now is kind of peaking and, and in the best position, that's a two, that's a two loss team. You could have a three loss team win this conference championship playoff game. Well, and, sure and, that, you could. and that's just crazy to me. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think that probably if you look at it, I mean, Guys, was that a good thing for the conference that Texas beat Oklahoma State? Absolutely I'll ask not. You that. No, right. It, it was good for Tom Herman. It was good for the Longhorns. It was, you know, they're they don't really give a flying rats down there in Austin. But for the rest of the league, no, they needed they needed Oklahoma State at number six to keep rolling. Correct. I mean, that's let's just cut to the chase. And it doesn't matter if it's Oklahoma State or Oklahoma or Kansas. It doesn't matter. They you need a team to elevate and make that run and get themselves in that top four or five and, and be in that conversation all season. And because it helps. It, I'm it like helps you, the whole it helps, league. It helps the entire conference. It helps recruiting. It helps everything. I'm going to go back to week one, though, guys. When we when the Big 12 had three teams get beat by the Sun Belt, did, did that – and I remember us talking about that. And Ooh. we had Kirk Bowles on, and I think he made the comment, the Big 12 gets Sun Belted, and, and it was a pretty, pretty cute comment. And everybody thought, well, that's – that's cute. Well, you know, it's, never, it's really not cute because it, it really was a sign of what I, th- what I feel like were things to come, which is, guys, an average conference. That, that's what we have right now. And, and that's unfortunate. But, and, again, you, could, you can survive with an average conference, but you've got to have one or two that's going to kind of elevate themselves. And, and that just what hasn't been the case. And we thought 
going in that you, you you know the conversation was Oklahoma and Texas and kind of elevate and maybe even Oklahoma State kind of elevating themselves and then you know then there was the rest of them fighting for fighting for position but right now you sit here and and those two teams uh Texas and Oklahoma have two losses apiece and Oklahoma State's coming off of a loss at home. That's a heck of a good win for the Longhorns, by the way. They went on the road and beat a number, a top 10 team on the road. You know, as bad as it is for the league, that's a heck of a good win for, for Tom Herman's team. And, and, and quite frankly, now they're going to be favored, and they'll be favored in their last four games. I mean, they'll, they'll Texas, that, that, that is. And I guarantee you, in one of those four games, they'll have a slip up. I, 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 that's, that, that's my gut feeling. They, they will not beat. Iowa State, Kansas State, West Virginia, they'll beat Kansas. But they'll lose one of those other three games. So Pat Kerrigan hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line, and he has a perfect description of this. He says, the Big 12 is the NFC East. <laughs> it is, and I feel like Baylor is Dallas. <laughs> That's a shot across that the That is a punch in the gut. Wow. Pretty spot on. But, you know, you've got some good teams. You just don't have a a marquee team right now, Stretch. I mean, you just don't. No, you you, you don't. I, I I think Garrett makes a good point. Hey, watch out for Oklahoma. I mean, might they might they start playing better the more experience Spencer Ratliff gets? I mean, Texas, like we said, could be favored. Uh, they could they could they could run the table. I don't think they will. I, I you know. The other gut punch to me was West Virginia just thumping Kansas State. I mean, Kansas State had kind of gotten it rolling after that first game of the year, and then they just go take a, you know, just go take a, a butt whipping. So, <laughs> it's, it's a, guys, it's average. I, 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 I'm not sure that it's the NFC East, <laughs> but, I, 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 you know, if that's what you feel, I'm okay. But, boy, it's, it, it sure feels very average really top to about the first – I mean, all the way through TCU, guys. I mean, all these teams. Kansas State, uh, West Virginia, TCU. You know, we thought Baylor was going to – I really thought Baylor – I'm disappointed in, in, in the Bears a little bit in their last two efforts. But, you know, I, I mean, it's just a, it's just a, it's just an average conference. That's, that's, there's, there's no other way around it. Yeah, and we got to get to a break. But you were talking about, you know, maybe Oklahoma can get on a run. Well, you better circle back around to the Cowboys. They're the one lost team that's that was still in the top mm-hmm. top fifteen, top twenty. You need them to get on a run and and and, and finish up uh, ten and one. Or well, no, they can finish. Uh, well, yeah, they can finish ten and one. I mean, it's a ten game regular season, then the, right. the conference championship. So you need a you need a one loss team to get on that run. And right now, that one loss team is uh, in, in this league is Oklahoma State. So if you're if you're rooting for the league, you better root for the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and, and you better root for the Longhorns to win out too, because then that makes their one loss look okay. Absolutely, that's a great point. Absolutely, that's a great point. Uh, three twenty eight, uh, twenty eight after three o'clock. Our three o'clock hour this afternoon is brought to you by our good friend at CNC Collision Center uh, out uh, out in the Spiegelville area. And, man, they got a great place out there, and we appreciate uh, CNC Collision Center. 328, this is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I have a mark. 
is on the line, wanted to know what he need to do to check out the van. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, excuse me, who? We got the email yesterday saying, saying if anyone needs to check out the van, they need to go to, to uh, Debbie Dev from the fifth floor's office to sign it out. Well, so I don't think Debbie got the email either. She, she said, yeah, she, she sent okay, well, she transferred him to me, and I was like, wait a minute. Trans- transfer transfer back, back, yeah, and say, hey, this is for you, per your email. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. Local officials continue COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 20th. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-register online and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. Saliva test for COVID-19 through the federal community-based testing site program is being used. This program provides COVID-19 surge testing sites until November 20th in areas where there has been an increase of number of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. All sites are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Log on to covidwaco.com for exact testing sites and dates. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It takes just a few minutes to receive your saliva COVID test. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Tampa Bay Buccaneers officially activated Antonio Brown from the suspended list yesterday. Coach Bruce Arians said that Brown will have a role in Sunday's night's game against the New Orleans Saints. In his first season with the Los Angeles Dodgers, Mookie Betts claimed his fifth consecutive Gold Glove Award after winning four with the Boston Red Sox. Rangers' Isaiah Kiner-Falefa won the third-base Golden Glove, and Joey Gallo took home right field. Texas starting running back Keontae Ingram will miss the Longhorns game Saturday versus West Virginia with a high ankle sprain, Coach Tom Herman said. Wisconsin announced yesterday that his football game this weekend against Purdue has been canceled. Wildcat coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple. 6.30 start on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. 332, joined now by Ronnie Porter, the head coach of the Troy Trojans. And, Coach, uh, we, we've talked about it uh, all year long, just the, the competitiveness of District 11-3A. And doesn't surprise me at all that uh, you come down to the final game of the year and there's playoff spots still available and in uh, and, and a, and a dogfight to see who's going to get into the postseason. Comes down to this one, doesn't it, Tom? Indeed. Talk a little bit about the matchup uh, against the Academy Bumblebees and what your football team needs to do to to be successful. Well, obviously, there's a little magic to it. I mean, there's, there's a little specialness behind the game. Cause, you know, uh, Chris Lancaster, the head coach at, at Academy, was the offensive coordinator here last year, and uh, my offensive coordinator this year, Paul Williams, is it was the head coach over at Academy last year. So there, there's a little bit of the nostalgia to the game itself just with that matter. And then, then obviously uh, whoever, whoever comes up on top has a playoff spot and whoever doesn't is left, is, is left blowing up the basketballs. When, when you get to the game itself and actually playing the game, once, once that ball's in the air and, and, and it's tee, uh, kicked off and, you, and you're off and running, does that, does that other stuff cross your mind as the head coach or, or are you just so – in tune to what you're you're trying to get done that you kind of block that out it's just going to be focused on 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 the game at hand just like we have every week you know uh this district and even even before district started we've had we've had a lot of opponents there hadn't been any any that have uh not come down to the fourth quarter the game has always been always been there uh, one way or the other at at in the fourth quarter so uh now your focus lies in the fact that you're in a football game you're, you're fighting to try to win the football game and uh, all the rest of the stuff kind of ends up on the back burner. But obviously, we're going to push to win it. Coach, if y'all win this game on Friday, do you have an idea who y'all might see in the by-district round? <laughs> we, in this one ball game, we can end up anywhere from second to fifth. So it, should we win and Rockdale win, we end up at the second seed, uh, which looks like if we're the second seed, it would probably be Yoakum. Uh, if we win and Lorena beats Rockdale, then we look like we're the fourth seed, and that's more than likely going to be Hallisville. Um so that's that's where it is. <laughs> it, can, it can be a lot of things, right? Uh, w- when you look at Chris's team, uh, obviously they're six and three overall, two and three in the league. When you look at his football team and, and start scouting that group, uh, what kind of stands out uh, for you? Athleticism. Uh, they're very athletic at the receiver spots and the quarterback spot and the tailback spot. Uh, they they definitely got some athletes and some experienced athletes. Uh, where, where their experience isn't necessarily as as as, as well experienced, not not hardened, is their their offensive and defensive line. Um, but he's he's different than what he was when he's here. He, I mean, we we established the run and we established the run quickly, and uh, that's where they've struggled a little bit is is being able to run the football. You uh, you obviously have the uh, the outstanding running back Herbacek, and have you seen and I and I'm assuming so that uh, that teams are that. They tend to load the box, try to stop the run, try to get keep from from Herbacek getting loose. Is is that kind of been the plan for for teams as they they faced you over the last few weeks? I think so. Yes, it has. Uh, and and you know, you might be able to slow them down a little bit, but stop them. Uh, that's that's something that nobody's been successful at doing yet. Uh, and so. Now he, he's he's a special athlete. We and and we've got a lot of talent up front to be able to open up holes for him, block for him, and and all that so um 
No, he's he's absolutely a special tool, especially with the way we like to do things. And I was going to say that's one of the things that you've been able to do is that offensive unit that those five guys up front they they act as one, don't they, Coach? They do, they do, and and experienced. You know, we've we've got some kids that have played a lot of games. Our our left tackle played fourteen games last year. Our our um, our center played fourteen games last year and twelve the year before that. And our right guard played fourteen games last year. Uh, we've got two kind of new ones, but they also experienced those 14 games last year. So uh, where we have some experience there, they're also pretty young. You know, we've got sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior, one senior offensive lineman, and then uh, junior and sophomore on our offensive front. With the, with all of these games, particularly in district, being so competitive, and as you mentioned, coming down to the fourth quarter, the I don't guess anything really will will surprise your football team when you when it comes to playing Friday night against the Bumblebees. As you, you, this is a this is really a championship caliber football game. It's a it's a first round playoff game in 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 reality, isn't it? It is, and that's the message I've been trying to push across to our kids. Is that it is a playoff game right now. I mean. It, playoffs you know that you got to come come to play that week or you don't get to see another week and so that's the case right now if we don't come ready to play on friday then then we don't get to play another week we don't we don't play we don't survive hey coach, coach i let know me you ask you, i'm oh, sorry ahead. coach let me ask you real quick with with you guys knowing each other the coaching staffs knowing each other so well how much time have you spent this week putting maybe one or two wrinkles in that maybe you haven't shown this year no comment. <laughs> I got you. you. Know, Chris, hey, and I appreciate that, Coach. That's well. all right. I, I'll answer it for you. A couple practices. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roddy, thanks. Uh, good luck to you on Friday night. We appreciate your time. Thanks. We'll see you later. Roddy Porter, the head coach of the Troy Trojans. <laughs> oh, stretch. You're trying to get him to tip his hat and <laughs> tip his hand, I, rather. Just to, hey, it, it, it's all good. You know what? I, I I have an appreciation for him to say, hey, you know what? They may have somebody listening to this. And you know what? We're not going to we're not going to tip our hand at all. This is a this is a winner. A winner gets winner gets all game. So good for him. But for, you make a great point. As well as they know each other. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, and with all the video that they have on each other this year, you know that both of them have have one or two little uh, little specials that are you know. Absolutely. Troy's going to get in the huddle and call the academy special later sometime in the game. Academy's going to get in the huddle and call the Troy special. Absolutely. You know it. You know Absolutely. it's coming we, now. Whether hey, it's a and, double and, reverse and, or whatever it is, you know it's coming. And and may have more than one or two. And, and I'm not <laughs> saying it has to be an offensive play. It could be something in the kicking game. It could yep. be something that somewhere in the game they're going to have a little. You know, they're going to have a little surprise or a little something they haven't shown this year yet. That's exactly right. A lot of fun. Go ahead and say it, Stretch. Say it. I'm not doing it. You're not going to do it? me offside. Guys, isn't it fun to have those coaches on here that talk about the passion and talk about what they're looking forward to? <laughs> you bet. Uh, I got to get Garrett up out of the floor. 339, 21 in front of 4 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. 
It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgian Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgian Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerOfTheWeek.com. Bird Colgian Ford, the right choice since 1936. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, CreateACommotion.com. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest supplemented apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. Waco. Don't miss the 2020 PBR Unleash the Beast World Finals at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, November 12th through the 15th. The professional bull riders trade the lights of Vegas for its historic World Finals appearance. Deep in the heart of Texas, come be a part of history in the making in a safe, socially distant environment and experience the PBR's richest and most coveted event. Limited tickets are available at PBR.com, ATTStadium.com, and SeatGeek.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. Tampa Bay Buccaneers officially activated Antonio Brown from the suspended list yesterday. Coach Bruce Arians said that Brown will have a role in Sunday's night's game against the New Orleans Saints. In his first season with the Los Angeles Dodgers, Mookie Betts claimed his fifth consecutive Gold Glove Award after winning four with the Boston Red Sox. 
Rangers Isaiah Kiner Falefa won the third base Golden Glove, and Joey Gallo took home right field. Texas starting running back Keontae Ingram will miss the Longhorns game Saturday versus West Virginia with a high ankle sprain, Coach Tom Herman said. Wisconsin announced yesterday that its football game this weekend against Purdue has been canceled. Wildcat coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart from Wien's Pizza and Things in Temple. 6.30 start on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Three forty-four, sixteen away from four o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and our three o'clock hour brought to you by CNC Collision Center. Glad to have you with us as we roll through this uh, this Wednesday afternoon. Now, again, we we talked about this earlier in the week, but there's a lot of volleyball, high school volleyball going on. We we've, we've got some terrific teams in Central Texas, and. Uh, so many of them are, are, are continuing on after winning first and second round. So, uh, real quickly, we'll tell you that Robinson defeated Gerald, and they will now play Madisonville. Um, that game, I believe, is going to be in Fairfield uh, on Thursday. Uh, China Spring uh, over Salado, and we do not know when that one is going to be played. Lorena uh, defeated Rogers, and so they'll play uh, Caldwell Thursday. Lexington defeated West, and Troy defeated McGregor, and It'll be uh, those two teams, uh, Lexington and Troy, playing at six o'clock and uh, playing in Georgetown, uh, I believe, on Thursday. Crawford, as we mentioned, beat uh, Chico, and they'll play uh, they'll play uh, uh, Lindsay on fr- in, on Friday. Uh, let's see, Bremont was a winner, and they'll play Collinsville on in they'll play Collinsville Thursday. Blum over Abbott. Uh, Blum will play Abbott, that, that is, 630 uh, tomorrow, tomorrow in Valley Mills. Hubbard will play Dodd City Thursday in Wills Point. Uh, let's see. Rio Vista was a winner over Wortham. And uh, Bruce Folletti uh, was uh, defeated last night. Uh, their fine season ended uh, in the second round. Archer City a winner over Bosqueville. So, guys, a lot. it's cool to see. And, again, I've, I've told you this before. Uh, I've uh, I've actually gone to the uh, the state tournament to, on a couple of occasions. It really is. It's, it's, it's high caliber, high quality volleyball. And, yeah, and, again, that's our 1A through 4As right now, 5As and 6As, like in football, still playing regular season. But, I uh, really need to see these young ladies succeed and and, and do well and, uh, and and move on to the next round. I think we're into the third round of the uh, of the volleyball uh, volleyball championships. But uh, in in stretch, they they played that they play the state tournament uh, in the Metroplex. I'm trying to remember the name of the. I think it's in. Uh, uh, it's not Grand Prairie. Uh, it may be in, uh, Grapevine or Grand Prairie. One of those two. Uh, that's because most of the, you know, as you know, most of the state championship type stuff is held uh, down towards Austin, San Antonio, in that area. But uh, the the volleyball is played in the Metroplex. So interesting. It's, it, uh, I wonder if that's just where they're trying to start to carve their own niche. And like you were saying, I mean, you have an appreciation for what you know for, for the for the level of play and for what's going on. You know. I, I often wonder if that's just them trying to say, "Hey, we want it, we want it to be different than anything else that that's done right now." Maybe, but the facility there in in the Metroplex is unbelievable as well, too. So, I think that has something to do with it. But I'm trying to remember. Uh, and probably should have looked that up before we went on the air, but didn't do it. But uh, we'll look that up. We'll figure that out uh, where the uh, state volleyball uh, tournament is held. And but I, I want I want to say it's in uh, it's in. Uh, 
Uh, I know it's in the Metroplex, but I'm trying to remember if it was uh, if, anyway. We'll, we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, if you get a chance, get out and see some volleyball. And uh, and and if you if your school's still playing, go check them out. If not. Uh, uh, find you a team to root for and, and, and go watch. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. 349, you got it, Garrett? <clears throat> yeah, it's at the Curtis Coldwell Center in Garland. Garland, I knew that. Okay, so it wasn't in Grapevine. One of those G's, Grapevine, <laughs> Grand Prairie, Garland. <laughs> so it's in Garland, uh, and, and it really is. It's a tremendous facility stretch, and uh, it's it's kind of a cool place, and that's where the uh, the state tournament is held. So there you go. Hope uh, and uh, and I and, you know we've we've gotten several state championship teams and several teams that have made it to the state state uh, volleyball championships. So you know it's we've had Blum, we've had Crawford. Uh, I remember wasn't that long ago that Robinson had a had a run where they were there. I think a couple of years in a row. So uh, we've had several teams that have made it there and uh, and have had success. So. Uh, a lot of fun. 349, 11 away from 4 o'clock. And again, uh, the Cowboys stretch, We, we and we're going to get into this a little later on in our uh, in our program, but the Cowboys, I, I guess, my question is is simple. If it took you, you thought you had a guy that could, and none of us, we, we know that, he, that Danucci wasn't going to be able to, to, to fill in at the level that they needed him to fill into, but they've immediately said this ain't going to get it. We we got to go another route. I don't I don't even know what I, to be honest with you. I'm not sure why they thought that that I mean why they thought it would be why they thought he would be able to function in a situation like that. I mean, and it's a, you know what being I mean being open about it, fellas. It's it's hard to, it's hard to criticize a third string quarterback, but. I think it's easy to criticize him when, you know, there were there were some things discovered on his Twitter that he he came out and made some real derogatory statements about Tony Romo several years back. And you know what? Now that you've been thrown into the fire and and you see what it's like, I'd be interested to see how that how it's humbled that young man. And maybe it hadn't. I mean, maybe he's just maybe he's that kind of that arrogant. Um, I, I'm not sure, but he definitely he he has no. He's he just doesn't belong in he doesn't belong in an NFL game right now in 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 a regular season NFL game and he certain doesn't certainly doesn't belong in a situation where that you know the Pittsburgh Steelers are coming to town now d- does does Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush I I don't think they do either but obviously they've seen enough to know that Danucci did not and you know did did not figure in their plans for this football game and it's. It's kind of interesting how they. I mean, and there was no question. Immediately, they moved on from him. But and, and, and here, here we go. I, I'm just curious why they thought in the first place that 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 he could be serviceable enough to to get him through. That that's what I was. That's what I'm kind of curious about. I, I, I don't have any idea. And and maybe maybe he wins by default. I mean, what were your could be in all in all seriousness? What were your choices to bring Garrett Gilbert in for? one or two practices and try to stick him in that game. I mean, he really – he was the only choice they had. He's the only other quarterback that's been with the team, not through preseason, but through the through through training camp and then through the, you know, through the first part of this season. And, I, you know, I guess they felt like they needed to just put him in there. But I, I can tell you right now it took about five plays for that to get exposed and – at least, you know, at least they hung around for a half and didn't get completely embarrassed in that football game because 
it could have been really ugly, guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got some high school news uh, coming out right now. So we all know last week the the big matchup in the area with Conley and uh, China Spring overtime win by the Cadets. Mm -hmm. Well, Kavion Gaither has been named the Built for Tough Player of the Week uh, for his performance in that game. And if we go back, Kavion was nine of twelve for one hundred nineteen yards and a touchdown passing. He also converted a two point conversion. He carried the ball twenty eight times for two hundred one yards and three touchdowns. So. Well-deserving, and congratulations, Kavion. And when Kavion got moved from running back back to the quarterback position, that kind of solidified their offense, yes, didn't it? Did. it Garrett, it did. I mean, and now they're cooking. I mean, and, and you want to be cooking going into into the playoffs. And so Shane Anderson's team is is in a good spot. So congratulations to Kavion. And, you know, that whole league, we've talked about them, that stretch, Salado, Conley, China Spring, they're all all of those th- all three of those teams really have an opportunity to to do some uh, to do some good things in the playoffs. And heck, it wouldn't surprise me to see him uh, see a couple of them circle back around and play each other again. And that's what you want to do. You want to see your team playing the best football this time of year. I, you know, we pointed and talked about uh, La Vega and the job that you know the job that they did and 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 the whipping they put on Brownwood you know they you all of a sudden it feels like they've got it going in the right direction so i know that's what everybody's trying to do whether that you know whether that be uh you know whether again whether it be Ronnie Porter and the academy coach we talked to today or or or, or you know any of the coaches that are they've got their team in position to go get into the playoffs, they're trying to they're trying to play the best football that they can right now, and hopefully, you're hitting their stride. All right, Garrett, who is the one team not named Mart that has the best chance to make a deep run in high school football? I, I think it would be a monumental upset if somebody gets to the Mart Panthers before AT and T Stadium. I, heck, I think it'd be a, a monumental upset if somebody got them in AT and T Stadium. So let's take Mart out of the equation. Right, <laughs> that's not that doesn't count. Okay. But so who who in your mind from four A to one A has the best chance to make the deepest run? Uh, going you're trying to get to AT and T Stadium that's not named Mart in our area. I would say either Crawford. Lampasas, that's on the cusp. I think Lampasas is really good. And uh, so Crawford, Lampasas, or LaVega are my choices. I think Lampasas gets the edge on all of them. <sighs> Man, I'm I, I'm going to go with Modoc. I'm going with the LaVega Pirates. And, and, and again, uh, you know, that's, that's a – boy, that's – and it's a tough road. I mean, you, you're talking 4AD1, uh, but I, I think that they've, they've, got, they've got a great opportunity to make a very, very deep run. And, and again – I I would be shocked, shocked if if Coach Hoffman's team's not uh, oh, not yeah, playing for another there. title. I mean, it's it's that simple. That's why I took Mart out of the equation. Yeah. All right, guys, it's three fifty-five, five in front of four o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Our three o'clock hour was brought to you by CNC Collision Center. We have got more coming up. We're going to talk a little basketball. Some hoops as the it's this month at the end of the month uh, they will they will tip off the 2020-2021 season, and uh, we'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Incomas Bank wishes the Mart Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomas Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. 
turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. In Commons Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Snap back, looks right, looks again. Only heard here. Throws a deep sideline, caught. And Amari Cooper has a first down up to the 45-yard line. All season. Am I not correct that that's Ben DiNucci's first professional completion? Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, Jagger, Wampus Cat, Lion, Trojan, or Wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. BM Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian Football. Before the game Friday night, stop by BM Barbecue for all you can eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue, 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Ah! 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 Ah!
All right, 4 o'clock. Welcome back in. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, cloudy skies? Not, not not horribly cloudy, but, I mean, you know, it's the, the old puffy white. What do they call those serious clouds? They're not joking. I mean, they're, they're serious, aren't they? Uh, in, I believe so. Yeah, 77 degrees in, in the heart of Texas. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I just got a text message from Jerry Williams, a trainer over at the university high school. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, it's, uh, we're going to talk a little basketball here, guys. The uh, season starts for the Baylor men, uh, on November the 25th in the, uh, the, uh, empire classic. This is a cool event, uh, stretch. This is, this is an event that will feature really some, some good basketball teams. I believe it's Villanova, Baylor, Arizona state and Boston college. And it is a, uh, it's the 26th annual, and it is uh, it is a basically a fundraiser for the Wounded Warrior Project. So unbelievable, uh, neat deal, and that will be uh, on uh, on the 25th of November. Then again, I think they'll play uh, on Thursday, the uh, on Thanksgiving Day as well. So it will have all your Baylor Bear basketball and all your Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas, and look forward to that uh, as. And again, guys, we we've we've got a special deal here. I mean, we really have a legitimate chance to have both the Baylor men and Baylor women in the Final Four this year. They have they both have those kind of those kind of clubs, and that just doesn't happen every day. No, and 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 what I like is Tom, like you were saying. I mean, if, if the possibility is there, I mean, I don't know how many times that's happened, but I'm sure. I'm sure back when maybe Duke did they did they, did they do it I don't know I, I it's not easy to get both teams into the final four it's not easy to get one team there much less two All right and Scott Drew had a chance to uh, catch up with the media and, and he was asked about the with uh, asked about Jared Butler and Macy Oteague and what they mean to the team and and the fact that they they're, they're back for for this season and and just that whole makeup of of those two young men and, and all the preseason accolades uh, Garrett that they've received and rightfully so mm-hmm. and rightfully so yeah I mean Teague right now is looking at the Jerry West uh, Jerry West shooting guard award you have uh, Jared he's on the Bob Cousy award uh, I believe Jared was the player uh, preseason player of the year so. They have probably, to me, they got the best backcourt coming back in the NCAA and just a lot of talent. They're getting the accolades. They're getting all the recognition they deserve. And uh, that's something that Coach Drew touched on. He talked about the expectations of having both of those guys come back uh, after trying to opt out. Expectations-wise, obviously both of them had great years last year. Now the question will be, can they take another step forward? And the good thing is each and every day they're going against uh, great other guards, which makes them better and should have them prepared for this season. But uh, uh, one thing you always got to watch when you have expectations is you make sure why everyone was so successful last year is we won. Everybody played within their roles and uh, played for each other and liked one another. And uh, the chemistry was very good. The player leadership was really good. And um, sometimes the danger when guys aren't around in the summertime and they're working on their game is 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 they're more focused on on their own areas they need to improve and what they need to do rather than maybe what the team needs. And that's the great thing about having high-quality people like uh, Jared and Maceo. They're less likely to fall into that trap. Comments of uh, Scott Drew as he gets his basketball team ready for uh, – for the start of the season, and again, it's it's coming, guys. At uh, the end of the month, we'll have uh, both the men and the women in action. So it uh, it is is right around the corner. And speaking of right around the corner, 
the NBA season just concluded, yet they are about to dive right back into it. I mean, <laughs> we're talking in a couple of months. Yeah, so Adrian Wojnarowski uh, put out a tweet 37 minutes ago. It says, right now the NBA Board of Governors and the Players Association are holding separate meetings on Thursday, and they're expected to accumulate with an agreement of starting the 2021 season on December 22nd, and it's going to be reduced to 72 games. So, I mean, the, it just wrapped up last month, so you're going to have very short time you know, to get things in order, and you're going to have the draft on no, uh, November 18th. So, you know, we're about to get right back in the middle of NBA action. So, so Glenn, for the Lakers, let's just take the Lakers who, who won the championship. You're asking those guys to go right back on the floor in November, in the middle of November for training camp and then start the season in December. You're talking about not getting any rest and letting their bodies recoup. That's a tough ask, isn't it? Well, and that's, isn't that what LeBron – I mean, that's kind of the stance that he's taken is, hey, you know, we're, we, we just come out of the bubble, we just win the championship, and now we're turning around and looking like, you know, we're going to have to tax our bodies right back into a training camp situation. I think that's the – I think that's what he's trying to say to the players' union is, hey, we're not really ready to go back into this yet. And quite frankly, as, a, as I would consider myself probably a casual fan of the NBA, I, I'm not ready to see it yet either. <laughs> well, in, in normally, I mean – for me, I always thought the basketball season started around Christmas. I mean, normally Christmas afternoon, you, you saw a uh, you saw a doubleheader, and that kind of that kind of ushered in the NBA basketball season uh, for me, anyway. And but again, they're coming off of a season in which they they shut it down and then they resumed in the bubble. And here's the other thing: they were one of those leagues that was very. I mean, they were very attentive to to COVID-19 and this pandemic and they they got in the bubble, you know, down in uh, down in Disney uh, Disney World. Are they going to have fans in the stands? I mean, are they going to play in their home home gym uh, home facilities? I mean, what's it going to be like for them cuz we're talking a couple of months from now. What's the difference between a month ago and in in the middle to late December? There's really not. And the, the unique thing is the Raptors are in a situation right now where they're not going to be able to play in Toronto this year, more than likely because of border issues between Canada and uh, the U.S. So they're going to have to try to find a place to play their home games in the United States. Hmm. Buffalo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds. But again, it, it's called an offseason stretch for a reason. And, and, and it gives players an opportunity to and I know that they're going to work out, and I know they're going to they're going to shoot, and they're going to do all that. But the intensity of practice, the intensity of playing exhibition games, games, travel, all that stuff, and you're kicking it right back into gear in just a couple of months. That, boy, that's a tough ask. No question, it's a tough ask. I mean, and, and I don't care what sport you're talking about, whether it's NHL, hockey, whatever. I mean, to get your to come out of a season and to try to get your body some downtime and then really try to get yourself back cranked up and in basketball shape or, or in whatever shape you're trying to get into. It, 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 it requires some time, and especially for these players that, you know, are more experienced players that, you know, it takes their body a little longer to recuperate. Uh, I, I think it's a tough turnaround, and I think that's why you're seeing, you know, LeBron James and some of these guys speak out against that. All right, 407, back to the college game, guys, is uh, – 
Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what uh, how many people will be in attendance, uh, Garrett, when when we when we when, when the Bears and the Lady Bears play some home games, and and what the Ferrell Center is going to look like, and uh, with social distancing, mm-hmm. and because they're going to have fans, uh, but uh, how many and and how that all works will be will be very interesting because you know you, if you lose three or four players. Uh, to COVID and, and they have to go in, they have to go into the protocol. Mm-hmm. You can't lose three or four in basketball. I mean, you're, you're down to a handful of kids then. I mean, you, your roster's what, 12 to 14. Right. And so, I mean, you, that sport in particular has to be incredibly careful. Yeah, they are. And, and as far as attendance goes, I feel like you're probably going to see the same as right now with volleyball. You're going to have a 25%. So I'm pretty sure they'll keep that same format uh, and carry it over into basketball, but it's going to look really weird especially uh, when UConn comes to town to play the Lady Bears. You know, and that's some one of the rare occasions the Ferrell Center might get sold out, and you're going to have just a handful of people scattered throughout. Well, and that's a good point, but I, I, my deal is with, with this men's team and this women's team, and, and as good as they're going to be in a regular situation, and I understand there's nothing regular about, the, about this year, but in a regular situation – Every time they open the doors at the Ferrell Center, I think they'd be hanging from the Raptors if allowed, but they're not going to be this year. And you're going to have to do the social distancing thing, and you're going to have to do the limited attendance. And so we'll see. And I, I know it's a, it's a little different at, at – uh, well, no, it's a lot different uh, in, in at the football game. So we'll see how, how it goes with basketball and, and maybe who knows maybe as we go along the number can grow mm-hmm. you, you just never know all right so 409 nine minutes after four o'clock this is game time on espn central texas we're glad you're with us and when we come back we'll dive into some cowboy news and notes we'll do that next on espn central texas this weather update is brought to you by the nitshi group since 1949 texans have secured their insurance needs through the nitshi group learn more at the nitshi This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and not quite as cool. Low temperatures fall to 54 degrees. We may see a few clouds to start the day tomorrow. Otherwise, mostly sunny skies. Another mild day with a high of 78 and mostly sunny skies on Friday and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor football on the road this week headed to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Good Feet Store has two. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you. Our personally fit arch supports are designed to reduce foot, knee, hip, and back pain and provide comfort, balance, and support. As we have for a quarter century, 
will continue to improve the quality of people's lives two feet at a time at the Good Feet Store. See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 14th and Sunday, November 15th, Bell County Expo Center, the Real Texas Gun Show, the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, the Real Texas Gun Show, hunting gear, camping gear, fishing gear, collectibles, and so much more. Social distancing will be enforced, a temperature check at the door. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, November 14th and 9 to 5, and November 15th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about, naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, CreateACommotion.com. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest supplemented apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Good Feet Store has two. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you. See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. Welcome back to game time. Let's talk America's team with Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. 414 at ESPN Central Texas. This is game time with Tom and Glenn and Garrett. And we're glad you're along as we, as we take you through a Wednesday afternoon. Now, uh, the Cowboys take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. That'll be a Sunday afternoon game at 325. Our broadcast will begin at 230 with Brad and Babe and, and Christy Skills. Uh, and that'll be... Uh, that will be coming your way Sunday afternoon, and we one thing we do know is is uh, Mr. Danucci would not be under center or in the shotgun to begin the football game. Uh, the Cowboys are going to make a move, and and Mike McCarthy meeting with the media updated the, the media and uh, and all of us as it as it, as it pertains to the uh, starting quarterback position. Uh, yes, uh, for first the decision uh, was was made to go with the. The two experienced quarterbacks, um, you know, obviously Ben's experience and 
uh, Sunday night was, you know, I, I think, you know, we all knew the facts going into it, you know, with the speed of the game and the challenges uh, that were presented to him. And, and I, just, I just felt that with the opponent that we're playing, uh, we, we, we need some more experience at that position. So, you know, obviously Garrett Gilbert's been here for a couple of weeks. He's, you know, he's had the chance to play, you know, in, in preseason games and has, has been, a, you know, has just has more experience. And, you know, different with Cooper. Cooper played, you know, played last year. Uh, is very familiar to the system. Uh, Kellen Moore has a lot of confidence, you know, there. So we're gonna we're gonna let those two guys. Uh, we're gonna go through the week and then and then make a decision. All right. So he, he basically said that Garrett Gilbert's been around a couple of weeks, but uh, last <laughs> week they chose they chose Danucci. Uh, but two weeks, man. I mean, you, you, he's he's got a plethora of experience in two weeks. So, uh, it, <laughs> well, they've they've got problems. <laughs> no, there's got guys. Let, let, we need to just cut right to it right here. They they have no chance at quarterback right now with what they've got. I, I, and I'm I'm just going to say it: no chance. I mean, I, I don't care. Cooper Rush, uh, Garrett Gilbert, Danucci, Renucci, whoever they got, Gucci. They got no chance. No chance. And, and they're they're going to be playing against the defense. And and I think Mike McCarthy tried to touch on it, which he was he was saying, hey, this is going to be you know, probably three to four times better than what we just faced uh, against Philadelphia. And, and and you're bringing – I mean, Garrett Gilbert hadn't played since he played in the AAF over there on Steve Spurrier's team. And you know he was a he was a chuck and duck guy, and he was when he was a head coach at Washington. So, I, I, I guys, I'm, I'm just telling you, this, this could be – this could really get ugly. I have no idea – uh, I, I saw initially the betting line was about thirteen and a half or something like that. But I mean, guys, this this could be uh, it, this could really be one of those games where you you just take a thumping and there, and and there's nothing you can do about. It. And on top of that, I mean, their their punter who Chris Jones done a great job here for a long time. I mean, he's having he's having hernia surgery, mm-hmm. so you know, and he also doubles as the holder. So guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of timing things that. This thing, I'm telling you, could could. I mean, they we've talked about that. You know, it, it's in the ditch, but boys, it could it it could get it could get just door deep in mud if if they're not real careful here. Well, stretch. They might not have a chance at the running back position as well because Ezekiel Elliott uh, is gonna. He's right now on the injury report for this week with a injured hamstring. So. He might be up there for Saturday, and then Alden Smith is on there as well with a knee injury. Yeah, they, 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 I, I saw that they listed both of those guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet you that obviously you've got, you know, we're we're, we're midweek here. They'll have they'll have some time to try to get them, to try to get them mm-hmm. at, at least on pace to play. But uh, fellas, I, I'm just telling you. I mean, even if they were a hundred percent, I'm just telling you. I think this could be one of those situations that. It, it it really could be it, it could be epically bad. It's going to be a battle royale for that starting quarterback's position. And Mike McCarthy was asked when he would determine who's going to be the starter. I'll, I'll be honest; it'd, it'd be nice to, to come to a decision, you know, by Saturday's practice because I think it'd be probably important for for one guy to take take the majority of those reps. But you know, we'll, we'll see how today goes and. Uh, you know, it's, it's obviously something we'll be talking about throughout the week. Not by design. I, I think, you know, a lot of times this happens where, you, you know, you, you always got to make sure, you know, your, your number two is ready 
uh, you know, based on his experience, uh, is, is, is something that's factored into how many reps he's need, but also that how many reps does the starter needs. So, uh, yeah, this is definitely the a situation that I, I haven't been involved in. I, uh, we, I think we had five quarterbacks in 2005 was, was my last experience that I would compare to this. Have you had a chance to talk with Andy Dalton? Just how is he doing? Uh, Andy's doing fine. Uh, you know, I, I, he's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how he, he goes throughout this, the time he's on this uh, COVID list. Uh, but I think uh, by the end of next week, we should, you know, we'll be able to see him again. Mike McCarthy and, and Stretch, he, he wants to have that starter name by Saturday. <laughs> he, he's not going to rush into that thing, is he? Saturday? He's going to have a starter right pick now, guys, by just, Saturday? Yeah, just just pencil in Garrett Gilbert with Cooper Rush as the backup, and you're probably going to see Cooper Rush about midway through the second quarter, I guess, if if Gilbert can stay upright. I mean, it, it – it, Guys, I don't like to. I mean, we 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 got enough. I think we've had. I think we've been showered with enough uh, n- not news that we were looking for in the last in about the last twelve hours. I I don't want to be the guy that's uh, that's pouring salt in the wound here, but it, this could be. I, I'm telling you, this could be could be one of those situations that. And I I, I I I don't know how to make it any different than that. I mean, I really don't. I mean, let's say you. I mean, who's out on the street? I mean, could you go out there and talk? Uh, Jay Cutler into coming out of retirement? Could you go talk Kaepernick into play? I mean, come on, guys. It, it, this is going to be this is going to be rough. I'm just telling you, rough. Well, it, it just tickled me that he he said I want to have a starter name by Saturday. Well, yeah, I, I think that's probably a pretty good plan to, <laughs> since you play on Sunday to try to have a starter name. D- I mean, surely. And I know we're joking around, but I mean, seriously, Stretch, he's got to know in the back of his mind who he wants to play, well, so does. they can get I mean, so they he, can yeah, get the know, snaps. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I'm saying that it's just from a, having been around here, a familiarity standpoint, in the last few weeks, I would say Gilbert. That's why I'm saying that. Now, Cooper Rush has played in this in this particular offense before. He does know Kellen Moore, and I think Coach McCarthy mentioned that they have familiarity with each other. So. I mean, you know, I, I think he could go in there and at least maybe, you know, maybe get you through the last half of the game, you know, just kind of be a serviceable guy to get you through the last half of the game. But I really truly believe it's going to be Garrett Gilbert. And and, and, and like I said, guys, it's it, it, it. I don't know how to say it any different than that. I mean, no stretches verbiage ain't, ain't, ain't that good when I can't use a few good words, but – it's going to be it's going to be bad. There's 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 no way around it. Well, I didn't, I didn't think any of us expected it to be good, but man, oh man, it, they. I mean, it's you talking about. Yeah, it's it's it, he. It's not going to be. Uh, what'd you say? Uh, door deep in mud. It already is. I mean, good gracious. <laughs> I mean, that was. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they they've got they've got some they've got some problems when when you're talking about. Um, trying to choose between those two guys and you can't make up your mind so you gotta wait till saturday and uh, i heard you know i, I heard uh, jerry answer the question you know are are you are you you know are you tanking i mean you don't have to tank it's you're gonna play you're gonna, hard you're, you're still gonna get beat yeah yeah you're gonna get beat and so then the then the question becomes you know how, how many other te- how many other two win teams are there going to be in the nfl and you know that now you start looking towards you know next year and possibly you know you know it it 
it's not fun when you have to pick in that top five. It's not fun the, the year before, but it is. It, it could be fun next year. And thinking, you know, when you pick when you pick five, and then possibly your your pick or four, and your pick is up again forty and forty one. I mean, now you got you got two good players that are that are absolutely going to be right there for you. So I, I'm almost at this point instead of talking about. Uh, whether it's going to be Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush, I'm I'm almost inclined to flip the flip the script there and let's go to let's 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 subscribe to Todd McShay and and Mel Kiper see see who's on their big board and let's start looking at how the Cowboys are going to you know immediately try to get better with this football team. Yeah, you you mentioned that in in, in but seriously, we were talking about it earlier today, or was it yesterday? I don't know. They all kind of run together. But what is the hope for this for, for a Cowboy fan? Why does why does the Cowboy fan turn on ESPN Central Texas on Sunday and listen to the broadcast? Why do they turn on the television and, and watch the game? What, what's what's the driving what's the driving motivation from a fan's perspective? I mean, what's the hope? Give me some hope for this football team this year, or is there any? Well, I mean, you got to. To me, you got to you know hope that uh, Leighton Vander Esch stays healthy, shows that he can play you know the second half of the season injury free. You got to hope that Awuzie maybe comes back and shows you some things that made the Cowboys step up and pick him out of Colorado. You got to see Diggs continue to uh, you, you know to improve, and then uh, quite frankly, guys, you got to hope that you know the playing time of these two tackles. Uh, you, you know, the two offensive tackles continue to give them the experience and some depth that they're going to need. I think Biotish, the, the, you know, having to be pressed into to, to be in the center, I, I think that's good. And him working with uh, with the Zach up front and Connor Williams, those are those are good things. But, but uh, fellas, it's it, it's a hard it's, it's going to be a hard rough eight weeks right here in second half of the season it's going to be hard for a Cowboys fan it really is and and quite frankly I'd 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 tell you to spend more time on Saturdays looking and seeing who you think the top top five draft pick might be all right uh, 425 it is a uh, Wednesday afternoon we're going to take a minute we're going to talk about Morrison's gifts and uh, man, it's here. I mean, it really is, guys. It is Christmas time. And now, you know, you can get any kind of gift uh, from Morrison's Gifts, uh, whether it be a birthday or an anniversary, a holiday, or or just whatever, uh, just whatever. Because I, I can just imagine that about every third day, Stretch is doing something to tick off his girlfriend. So he needs to go to Morrison's Gifts and, and just stock up on some nice gifts. They'll do the pre, they'll, they'll do the gift wrapping for you and get you all fixed up for every time you make the, every time you yeah, got to go in there. get on a first name basis Absolutely. over there, Absolutely. You certainly do. You can choose from gifts like John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, jewelries, all that neat stuff. And it's always free gift wrapping with our friends at Morrison's Gift. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. But stop and think about it. We've, we've mentioned this a couple of times. Go ahead, do it now. Get that Christmas gift. Get it wrapped. Uh, tuck it away someplace where where, uh, where she can't see it. 
and they can't find it, and uh, then you're done. And, and then you can enjoy the holidays and all the bowl games and all the food and all the fun stuff because you've got all your shopping already done. So do it today. Uh, man, let, let's go. 41 years they've been in business. 1979, and, and you're, in, you're, you're not in business for 41 years if you're not doing it right. We're talking about Morrison's Gifts at 4308 West Waco Drive. Again, that's uh, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. This high school football coaches show with Lorena coach Ray Biles brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association and Triple S Sports. Lorena moves to 6 and 2 on the year, 4 and 1 in district after a 48 to 14 win over Caldwell. Coach, a great start to the game. You scored on 3 your first 4 possessions while your defense held Caldwell to just one score on their first 4 possessions. Well, it's always important if you can get out uh, get out in front of folks uh Park, as you mentioned, and then make them play catch-up football the rest of the night because, you know, you also force them to get out of what their routine is. And anytime you can get somebody away from that, you, it gives your team a great advantage. But, you know, very, very proud of the way the kids started the ball game Friday night. We got after it in a hurry. Caldwell was on the move to tie the game just before halftime, but uh, Sam Ives had an interception return for a touchdown to make it 28-14 at half. Yeah, Sam had a tremendous game. He caught three balls, one of theirs for an 81-yard return touchdown, and then he caught two passes for 98 yards and two scores for us. So uh, we're going to try and see if we can keep his hands on the football because he's finding a way to get in the end zone. But uh, very happy for Sam. He's one of our seniors, been with us all along, and uh, he's had a great season, and, and it was a fantastic Friday night for him. Matter of fact, Ives and Cade Walker kind of took over the second half as Walker had three interceptions in the second period. Yeah, Cade's playing safety and playing center field and did a lot, lot of good things for us. Uh, made a couple of really good breaks on the ball, especially on balls thrown down the boundary that he had to cover an awful lot of ground in a hurry. And uh, another young man is very smart, very sharp, and a good athlete. Did a great job. I'm very happy for him, too. The win on Friday night qualified you for the postseason, but the district title is still up for grabs at Rockdale on Friday. You know, uh, everything that we do, our focus is always to try to bring home another district championship and then play as deep as we can. We want to be playing in December and talk about give yourself a chance all the time to our kids, and they've given themselves a chance. It's going to be a tough ball game. Uh, they're fantastically uh, blessed team, very athletic, very good, and uh, heck, we're going to have to play well, but we're excited about that opportunity Friday night. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and the Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Last year, the Lorena Athletic Association awarded 12 scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD students. They also try to provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wish lists. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. 
The Ben DiNucci era is officially over in Dallas, which means that either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush will get the start this week against Pittsburgh. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy talked about what he likes in both quarterbacks earlier today. Well, they're both smart. They pick up the game plan quickly. You, know, you can see that right away with Garrett. You, know, you can see that in my time with Cooper during the virtual meetings. He always asked really good questions. You know, from meeting to meeting, you know, he was on top of it. Um, you know, the, the, obviously he had the foundation of the offense of what was in place here. So all the changes that were made, he was able to process that and, and tie it to the things that were kept from the old offense. So uh, they classify both guys as smart as smart quarterbacks. So um, they just need rep. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk Texas Rangers. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. 431-29 shy of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by Jared Sandler, part of the uh, Ranger broadcast team. And you can hear Jared uh, throughout the spring and summer right here on ESPN Central Texas with with the Texas Ranger broadcast team. Jared, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. We appreciate your time today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Let's uh, let's talk about the the rebuild of the Rangers and. And obviously, it's going to begin with uh, Isaiah Connor Falefa and, and Joey Gallo, a couple of Gold Glove winners. And man, that's uh, that's exciting news for the Rangers. Yeah, no kidding. And I, I think it's a really cool moment, obviously, for those guys. Uh, you know, I think anytime you win a Gold Glove, it's a special moment. But uh, you know, it's not like these guys have won this award year after year, and and I don't know that a lot of people necessarily have them to win one at any point in their career. Uh, and I think that. Uh, you know, for both those guys, they sort of had something to prove for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Uh, after spending time trying to convert to a catcher, he got, I think, what his silent wish was, and that's to return to the infield and uh, got a chance to play a position every day, uh, one spot pretty much, uh, because uh, neither Ronald Guzman nor Greg Bird won the, the first base job in camp, so Todd Frazier played first, Isaiah Conner-Falefa played third, and you know, he even acknowledged he might never really get a true chance to win a gold glove again because if he's going to bounce around and be a utility player like his skill set suggests, then you know, perhaps he's not really a contender for something like this. And for Joey, he's uh, you know, shouted from the rooftops the last couple of years saying, hey, I'm, I'm not just a hitter. Uh, you know, I, can, I can play the field. I can impact a, a team positively in that regard. And uh, he certainly did that in right field, and I think that there's some vindication for him winning the award yesterday, getting the national uh, attention, showing that you know he's not just this big, uh, strong home run hitter type player, but someone who's a lot more well-rounded. Let me ask you this, Jared: Do you see this team being being a player in, in the free agency? I mean, that, that with the two pieces that obviously they've got in place. Are they going to go pick up some pitching? Is this something that John Daniels is going to do, or do you see him, you know, continuing to play these young guys and maybe wait another year to see where they're at? Yeah, I think they're going to wait another year. Uh, you know, there, there's one kid, a, a shortstop from South Korea, Ha Sung Kim, who is 25 years old, and maybe he would fit. But you know, the Major League Baseball's free agency is so unique. You know, I'll use the Mavericks as an example. When Luka Doncic signs his, his Supermax contract with the Mavericks in his first free agency deal or first, uh, you know, his, his first contract after getting drafted, he's still going to see his prime through the duration of that contract, you know, barring, you know, health issues. Uh, George Springer is one of the top position player free agents this year. Well, George Springer is already north of 30 years old. And so a lot of times for a Major League Baseball free agent, 
they don't experience their prime throughout the entirety of that contract. And so uh, the timing for when you sign these guys is huge. You know, I totally understand uh, Rangers have the second worst record in major league baseball. So uh, what's the solution? Well, they got to get better and you get better by signing guys who are proven. But the problem is if you tie money up in two or three guys who are going to make you go from the second worst team in baseball to you know, a little bit below middle of the pack, then when you actually are in a position to, uh, you know, compete at a high level, you've got money tied up in guys who now are under the downward trend of their career and uh, you're handcuffed. And so it's, it's really about timing. I think this year uh, they're probably going to uh, really lean on the young guys and learn who they have uh, and, and maybe who they don't have moving forward. And I would imagine that this next off season, hopefully after a year in which you can get fans in the ballpark and generate some revenue in that regard with all the shortstops, there's like six really, really good shortstops will be available. My guess is the Rangers will get one of those guys and that will kind of be the beginning of maybe a two to three year off season window in which they're uh, big spenders to try and build up their team. I just don't know if it makes sense this year when they're seemingly still two to three years away from being in that contending position. Jared, if the Rangers have another losing season, is there any concern about uh, the safety of Chris Woodward's job? Um, well, I, I listen, I, I don't think that the bar is they got to finish 500 or better because I, I think the expectation is that uh, next year is going to be the first time really uh, since the very beginning of the John Daniels era where they're just going to commit to young guys. You know, I, I, I know that uh, obviously they've had some struggles the last few years, but they haven't committed to youth the way that they're going to seemingly do so this upcoming year. So I think it's more about how does the clubhouse respond to him? Does he still have command and control of the team? Uh, and is there growth? Uh, you know, do are, are we seeing some of these young guys who are going to be important, uh, presumably important parts of the organization? Are they getting better? Uh, so I, I don't know that. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's not about the wins and losses uh, because, you know, they, they want these guys to go out and compete, but I don't know that it's playoffs or bust or 500 record or bust just because, uh, you know, I don't think the Rangers are going into this year with those sorts of expectations. I think their goals and expectations are going to be more about growth and development uh, than, you know, wins and losses because I think they recognize that this is probably not a playoff team next year. Uh, it's uh, it's a team that's going to be full of guys with very little major league experience. It's likely going to be the first time that Elvis Sanders is not this team's opening day shortstop and certainly a, a part of the mix on a regular basis. You know, Joey Gallo is going to be one of the big veterans of the team. Uh, and, you know, he's still a young guy. He, he hasn't hit free agency yet. They're just not going to have a lot of uh, guys uh, who would fit that mold. So I think it's less so about the the – standings and more so just about the improvement and if the arrow's trending in the right direction. Woody's going to go with uh, not one but two pitching coaches. First of all, have you ever seen that? And, and then what is the dynamic there? How is that going to work uh, on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, so uh, Doug Mathis and Brendan Segura, I think you know Doug is probably going to be the guy. If, if, if people refer to a pitching coach, it would probably be Doug. But yeah, you know, as you mentioned, it seems like duties are going to be shared. You know, I think their skill sets complement one another. The reality is uh, the, the pitching coach and the bullpen coach, uh, you know, which is oftentimes how it's been structured for a lot of teams, it's really a, a somewhat similar dynamic. I'd say that the pitching coach in terms of the hierarchy is a little more elevated than it seems like the Rangers 
are structuring uh, their duo with Mathis and Segura. But, uh, you know, they're they're taking a different approach. And, and I think we're starting to see this with various coaching staffs around baseball, not, not with this specifically, but just with the way they're uh, filling their staffs, the, the types of skill sets they're putting on staff, the way they're giving up responsibilities. You know, we're seeing all sorts of, uh, I guess, staffs that maybe don't fit the mold that, uh, you know, we're used to. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see, you know, it seems like, you know, Doug will handle a lot of the mechanics and the, uh, the, the, the fundamental side of it. Uh, whereas Brendan Segura is going to do a lot of the game planning. And, you know, I don't know that there's really going to be a big, a big change. My understanding is, Hey, when the pitching coach is going out to the mound, that's going to be Doug Mathis. I don't think it's going to be like a flip a coin situation. Although I guess, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, I just think that they're going to now, maybe identify the roles with titles that are more befitting as opposed to, I don't want to say the antiquated setup of pitching coach and bullpen coach, but uh, you know, I, I think that saying that Doug Mathis was the bullpen coach last year, which he was, and that all he did was work with the relievers is not really representative of the role that he played within the organization and the role that a lot of bullpen coaches play within their respective organizations. Visiting with Jared Sandler of the Ranger Radio Crew, Jared. Obviously, this uh, this past uh, a couple of few weeks ago, in fact, uh, the ballpark had an opportunity to host uh, not only uh, playoffs but the World Series. You had a chance, obviously, to go. And, and what was that like to to actually to be in that ballpark finally with with fans in there? And I know it wasn't a packed house, but there were fans in there, and and uh, they seemed to be rooting on the Dodgers. What what was what was the feel like in the ballpark? And could you get a sense of what what spring and summer might look like for for us Ranger fans moving forward? Yeah, so I actually wasn't there for that. I was uh, I was out of town, uh, but uh, definitely heard from a lot of people who I think shared sentiments that back up what uh, a lot of people guessed the environment would be like, which was loud. You know, that was that ballpark was a quarter filled. And there are people who said that at times, some of those big moments, whether it was a deep fly ball, whether or not it ended up being a home run or a big hit or a big strikeout, it got really loud. And the reason why is because the ballpark, the new park, Globe Life Field is smaller than Globe Life Park. It's built up, not out. Uh, and obviously when the roofs close, sound's going to stay within. And so I think one thing that fans got a sense of, which uh, a lot of people predicted, is that there's going to be a pretty distinct home field advantage from a volume standpoint uh, when that place gets, gets filled up. And I don't even think it needs to be a sold-out crowd for it to get super loud. And I, I compare it to Minute Maid Park uh, and the Rogers Center. Uh, Minute Maid Park, obviously the home of, uh, that team down south, and then the Rogers Center, home of the Blue Jays. Those are two of the loudest venues I've ever experienced for any sporting events. Uh, you know, as much as we hate the Jose Bautista home run back in 2015, I've, I don't know that I've ever heard a baseball venue louder uh, than when that ball was hit in the, uh, you know, the subsequent moments. And then Houston, you know, they've been good the last few years. They've obviously had pretty good crowds. Uh, you know, even your random regular season game in July, uh, it's a pretty cool environment. And I think that uh, Global I Feel is going to recreate that. And from everything I heard from fans and from media members, uh, it got pretty good reviews. So that's exciting to see because uh, after spending an entire season watching games in front of nobody, you sort of forget that, hey, this thing's built for fans and, and you, you lose sight of the fact that 
there's a whole nother element to this uh, the stadium that we didn't even really get to experience in earnest this year. The perception of the Globe Life Field during the regular season was that it was a pitcher-friendly stadium. So were you surprised to see as many home runs hit during the playoffs and World Series? Yeah, so a few things. One, uh, when the roof was open, the ball certainly did travel more. And I, I, I think that what we saw is that this might play a little more fair um, I think it will lean a little more pitcher friendly, but and I don't mean this as a jab, but let's just call a spade a spade. The Rangers were not a good offensive team. So the, the one constant for games played at Globe Life Field was the Rangers. And they struggled to hit home runs, but I, I think you can make a case that they really were going to struggle in, in a lot of ballparks. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that to take a shot. I just think that it, it, you know, it, it's tough to base our opinion of a ballpark on uh, a 30 game sample in which one of the teams just in terms of their level of production was pretty stark uh, on one side of the fence. And for the Rangers, unfortunately for the first time really in a really long time in franchise history, they were on the, uh, the side of the fence that was not filled with great hitters. Uh, And so I, I mean, I do think there is something to it. I, I don't think that it's strictly for that reason, but when the Mariners came to town and when the Dodgers came to town and when the, the Astros, you know, when all these teams came to town, they were able to hit home runs. Uh, and, you know, we saw that in the postseason with two really, really good hitting teams there in the World Series. And then, of course, uh, in, uh, in the, the NLDS and the NLCS with the Padres getting their crack. And then uh, in the NLCS with the Braves, you know, those are teams as well that have got some power and they were able to hit home runs. So, you know, there's a lot of chatter about moving the fences in, and I think the organization's response is, wait a second, we need a full season before we even consider something like that. And I, I think that's appropriate. Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, the Rangers have a lot of room to grow offensively within their lineup, and that could change some perceptions as well. Hey, Jared, thanks so much. Uh, g- great conversation. We love talking baseball, and uh, we appreciate your time here today and look forward to uh, look forward to hearing you on the radio again soon uh, when uh, when we get it rolling again in, in, in March. Yeah, looking forward to it, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Hey, appreciate your time. Jared Sandler from the uh, Texas Ranger broadcast team. And uh, the Rangers, you know, they'll, uh, they'll get rolling in spring training in February and get, uh, get things going in March. And hopefully, guys, hopefully we will have uh, – some normalcy to our baseball season with fans in the stands and in that type of thing. Let's hope that that's the case next spring. It's a 445, 15 away from 5 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to take a minute and we're going to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. And believe it or not, Christmas shopping time is now. And Christmas shopping is underway with Alan Samuels. And they're ready for the holidays with remarkable savings opportunities and special factory incentives. It's Black Friday pricing. Here's how it works. All month long during the huge Black Friday sales event, you're going to get some terrific deals. Just about every new vehicle has special incentives and financing, including 0% and no payments for 90 days. Allen Samuels is your Central Texas Ram headquarters and and they have an amazing selection of Ram trucks. And if they haven't got it, they'll find it for you. And they've got a, a, a multi, uh, multiple uh, dealerships uh, throughout the throughout the state and throughout the country and connections all across the U.S. to, to get you hooked up 
with the vehicle of your choice. So if it's not if it's not there on the lot, they can find it for you. I had a chance uh, a couple of weeks ago to drive the uh, the 2020 Ram 1500 Night Edition, the, the Laramie Night Edition. This thing is tricked out, and it is unbelievable. And you need to you need to just check out that truck right there. And I think you'll say, hmm, this is it. This is for me. I mean, th- we're talking all black exterior accents with with uh, your choice of exterior colors, black exterior accents, including the Ram logo on the grill and headlamp bezels. And, man, it's uh, just an unbelievable truck. So you can check that out. Alan Samuels is your Central Texas headquarters, and and they've got an amazing selection of those Ram trucks. So check them out today. Or if you, or maybe you're in the, in the mood for a Jeep. Maybe you're going to get a truck. And you've got to have something to put under the tree for Mama. Why not get her a brand new Jeep for Christmas, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee? Or come check out the Swiss Army knife of SUVs. We're talking about the Jeep Gladiator. Alan Samuels in Waco is your friend in the car business. They're at 201 West Loop 340. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Snap back, looks right, looks again. Only heard here. Throws a deep sideline, caught. And Amari Cooper has a first down up to the 45-yard line. All season. Am I not correct that that's Ben DiNucci's first professional completion? Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. Stonewood Dental is your comfortable and remarkable home for a full spectrum of general dentistry starting at age six months. They feature a specialized treatment of TMJ pain known as Biostetics, the highest degree of bite correction treatment that relieves patients of pain and gives them the smile of a lifetime. From simple fillings to full cosmetic reconstruction, Stonewood Dental also specializes in oral or IV sedation, implants, and wisdom teeth removal. They accept most insurance policies, including Medicaid and CHIPS at Stonewood Dental in Robinson. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Local officials continue COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 20th. 
Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time. Pre-register online and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. Saliva tests for COVID-19 through the federal community-based testing site program is being used. This program provides COVID-19 surge testing sites until November 20th in areas where there has been an increase of number of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. All sites are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Log on to covidwaco.com for exact testing sites and dates. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It takes just a few minutes to receive your saliva COVID test. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Hey, Texas. Our music is back on the road, so let's all mask up and be socially responsible. Get back out there and support great Texas artists and our iconic live music venues. Let's all do our part and keep Texas music alive. It's another burrito. It's a cold shatter buck in my hand. It's a warrior for the jukebox one. Sponsored by Texas Masquerade Party. Visit TexasMaskParty.org for info. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Ben DiNucci era is officially over in Dallas, which means that either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush will get the start this week against Pittsburgh. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy talked about what he likes in both quarterbacks earlier today. Well, they're both smart. They pick up the game plan quickly. You, know, you can see that right away with Garrett. You, know, you can see that in my time with Cooper during the virtual meetings. He always asked really good questions. You know, from meeting to meeting, you know, he was on top of it. Um, you know, the, the, obviously he had the foundation of the offense of what was in place here, so all the changes that were made, he was able to process that and, and tie it to the things that were kept from the old offense. So uh, they classify both guys as smart as smart quarterbacks. So um, they just need rep. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four fifty-two. We're eight in front of five o'clock. We're eight minutes away from calling it quits. Uh, quitting time coming up at the top of the hour. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor football. The Bears and Iowa State coming up on Saturday afternoon, and we'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. I said Saturday afternoon. It's more like Saturday night, isn't it? Six o'clock kick. Four mm-hmm. o'clock broad. Well, it's an afternoon broadcast. It begins at four o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Look forward to the Bears and the Cyclones and tomorrow afternoon about 520 uh, we'll uh, visit with uh, Dave Aranda the head coach of the uh, of the Baylor Bears we'll uh, we we do that every week we'll uh, visit with him and uh, and uh, we'll uh, because of his schedule we'll record that and then uh, we'll have that for you tomorrow afternoon around 520 so there you go all right uh, 453 seven in front of five high school football the uh, tonight at uh, 630 at wings pizza and things mm-hmm. it's the uh, the coach Stewart show and that's going to be over on our sister station Fox Sports Central Texas and you're saying, huh, I didn't know y'all had a – Yeah, we do. Fox Sports Central Texas, you can catch a lot of cool stuff over there, including uh, 
uh, Dan, uh, Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd and those guys. That is 1330 a.m. and 93.9 FM. And it's also the, the home for Texas Aggie football and for Temple Wildcat football. And so to, to, tonight at 630, it'll be the uh, Coach Stewart show. Well, earlier today, Greg Tepper was on Unnecessary Roughness, and uh, they asked about uh, Coach Stewart and, and got Greg Tepper's thoughts. And, of course, Greg is from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Fox Sports Southwest, and he talked about Coach Stewart. I wanted to talk about Temple Head football coach Scott Stewart. Uh, your magazine, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, named him 6A Coach of the Week. Uh, Temple mm-hmm. had to come back after getting down 20 to nothing to Harker Heights. Pretty impressive uh, win. But just in general, when you think of Coach Scott Stewart and the conversations you've had with him, when you've seen what he's done since being at Temple, what are your thoughts uh, when you see that he gets mm-hmm. that award as well? Yeah, the one thing I would, the, the way that I would describe Coach Stewart is the guy who makes sure he gets every single ounce out of his kids. And the the guy who he's never going to be a guy that that leaves something on the table. Uh, what I mean by that is, look, there are some years that Temple has a disappointing season, uh, but it, at that point, a lot of that you chalk that up to maybe some injuries or things like that, or you just don't have the horses that year, and that just happens. That happens to some teams. There are teams that just don't have the horses in a particular year. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to think that Temple shouldn't be very good this year. Uh, I mean, this is a team that, that's replacing a lot from last year's team. Uh, you know, they had to replace eight starters on offense. Uh, this is a, a team that, that looked like it was going to drop into a rebuild, but instead off to a five and one start and looking fantastic. And I think that that's a lot of credit to coach Stewart and his staff that, that again, they milk everything they can out of their, out of their guys. Now, again, they may run into teams that are just more talented than them. And at that point, you just tip your cap, but it's never going to be because, Coach Stewart uh, failed to develop these guys and get them uh, ready. But furthermore, you know, you go back to, to what they did against Harker Heights. I mean, how many teams down 20 to nothing would have tapped out? Mm-hmm. A fair number of them. Right. Fair number of teams fall down three three possessions, and they're like, that's it, I'm done. Uh, but not not the, not the Wildcats, and I think that, that, that starts at the top. And that, that's whenever I think about Coach Stewart, that's what I think about. Stretch went. I, I think that's a high compliment. When when a, when when someone says a high school football coach gets the most out of his players, I think that's as probably a high compliment as a as a coach would uh, would would want to receive. Absolutely. I mean, what what are what are you expecting, and then how do you set the expectations, and then obviously having your players follow those expectations, and then you know exceed what you see. I. I you know, I, I went out uh, and, and called the All Saints versus uh, Midland Christian game last Friday night. And, 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 I mean, those kids from Midland Christian, you know, they, they, they were well coached and they gave everything they had every play. And, and anytime you go out and you see a player uh, play that way, you see a team play that way, you know where it's coming from. And it comes from the expectations and what the head coach sets out as the culture for that program. Well, uh, 4.56 in the, in the uh, Wildcats will take on Ellison. That'll be Friday night uh, to, uh, right here. Well, not right here, but over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, 6.30, uh, 7 o'clock for the pregame, 7.30 for the kick. But tonight at 6.30 on Fox, you can catch the uh, Temple Coaches Show with Coach Stewart and Ward White. All right, 4.56, four in front of five. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey there, Cowboys Nation. I'm Kyle Yeomans with today's Cowboys Report. Tuesday marked the NFL trade deadline, and the Dallas Cowboys were pretty quiet. We'll hear about one of the opportunities the Cowboys had to make a deal and why they didn't right after this. 
Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. This year, we all can agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support children and families with educational programming, providing cooling centers and relief for those hot Texas days, and utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy, and Reliant is proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys edge rusher Alden Smith has impressed this season after taking five years off from playing NFL football. He was a highly touted target this trade deadline for teams like the Seattle Seahawks who needed to add a veteran pass rusher. However, Jerry Jones said he's more impressed with what Alden has brought to the table, which is why they held on to him. Really liked what, uh, but, but think it, uh, it's, it's really been a positive, uh, how he has uh, evolved. Uh, I like his... Uh, focus. I like his uh, attitude. I like his attitude about the future. That's it for today's Cowboys Report. I'm Kyle Yeomans. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. 
put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Local officials continue COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 20th. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-register online and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. Saliva tests for COVID-19 through the federal community-based testing site program is being used. This program provides COVID-19 surge testing sites until November 20th in areas where there has been an increase of number of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. All sites are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Log on to covidwaco.com for exact testing sites and dates. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It takes just a few minutes to receive your saliva COVID test. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Five oh three, three minutes after five o'clock. Welcome into or uh, welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our five o'clock hour brought to you by Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Drive safely as you uh, wrap up uh, your work day and. We appreciate you uh, being with us here this afternoon. It, it, this is this is game day, guys. We we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but let's. I want to get into uh, really. This is this is a chance stretch and Garrett for uh, for the Mac to showcase their league. I mean, it is everybody on deck tonight, and everybody's going to be playing, and they're all nationally televised football games. I mean, every game, uh, Eastern Michigan at Kent State. That is. On uh, ESPN Plus, Western Michigan at Akron on ESPN Three. You got Buffalo and Northern Illinois on the Deuce. You got uh, Central Michigan hosting Ohio on uh, on the Mothership ESPN. Ball State's at uh, Miami of Ohio. That's on CBS Sports Network. And on the U, Toledo is hosting Bowling Green. So you really do have an opportunity right here. Uh, it, it kind of kind of marquee matchups, if you will, to showcase your product. No, no question. You know, I I coached at Northern Illinois for four years. So I I, I know this conference. I mean, it, they, you know, they play good football up there, and I like what they did a few years ago, which was to take one of you know one or two of their marquee games and play it on either a Wednesday or a Thursday night. And so, what what the Mac's done is tried to say, hey, we even though we got a late start, and hey, we're going to put it all out there. We're going to go back to playing these Wednesday evening games where we've got you know, where we can garner some attention and hopefully, you know, they'll get some numbers and, and, and be able to say, hey, you know what, ESPN's a pretty good game, Eastern Michigan versus Kent State or, or Buffalo at, you know, in DeKalb at Northern Illinois. You know, both of these or all of these schools 
played pretty decent football. A lot of people down here don't you know don't know about the MAC, but I can tell you, I mean, when we were at Northern Illinois, I mean, we went in and played Iowa off their feet. We had a back that you know rushed for 350, broke Ed Podolak's record in in Connect Stadium. So there's, there's a lot of good players that come out of that league. And anytime I think you can get out and showcase what you can do. What difference does it make if it's Wednesday, Thursday, you know, or Saturday? I think they get on that schedule and in a routine, that's what they want to do. And that was a great point I was going to bring up. You're not going to expect to go beat Alabama in, in Tuscaloosa, but these are teams that really play at a very, very high caliber, aren't they? Yeah, and they get – again, they don't have – you know, they don't have the – you know, they're not going to get the five-star players. They're not going to get the – they're not even going to get the four-star players. They're going to get, but they're going to get the guys who are overachievers, the guys who you know get out, and, and, and you don't ever know if you get that three-star, that two-star, who you know who could be a late bloomer, how that ends up working out. And, and always, guys, I mean, think about it. I mean, I mean, maybe the most dynamic pass rusher in the game today, uh, you know, you know, went to the University of Buffalo. I mean, th- think about that. I, I think that's the. To me, that's that, that's what you want. You want those one or two guys, those, those you know, kind of those diamonds in the rough type players. It's a five oh seven, seven minutes after five o'clock, and and you mentioned that uh, in the past, one or two games have kind of eased into that Wednesday slot, and it makes for some scheduling conflicts, I would think, because you have to skip the following Saturday, so you, then you go ten days, but stretch the the uh, the reward is uh, outweighs any any inconvenience that might cause a program because as you mentioned they are being showcased uh, on national television and in you know what for us sports guys you know guys that just love to you know we'll you know we you know I'll, I'll watch anything uh we're gonna watch these games tonight I mean we're gonna be I, I'm gonna be glued to the television set I know that and I think there's a lot of people who will get an opportunity to watch these games and and really just enjoy the uh the, the Mac conference yeah and, and, and I mean not like I was just saying I, I didn't mention you know I did mention that number one Pat but I mean Khalil Mack I mean guys like that that come out of that come out of that league you know that you're like really he he went to he went to Buffalo or he went to Miami or you know any of those schools Northern Illinois I mean a lot of those schools they're able to produce one or two guys that you know usually come into the NFL and 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 really are you know open your eyes and 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 again guys that are late bloomers and they don't have to be that four star guy to 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 come in and be a heck of a player. You know, there's a full slate, as we mentioned, of games tonight. There's a few games tomorrow night, and then there's a few games on Friday night. I'll be perfectly honest. I've said this a million times. I don't like the idea of college football being played on Friday night. I think that should be reserved for uh, for the high school for the high school kids. And and uh, and but but with today's college football being being a business, and we know it is. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. It is a business, and the business is make money. And therefore, there's going to be there's going to be games uh, just about every night of the week, almost. I mean, you are going to have games on Friday night from now on because of that. But I always felt like uh, Glenn that uh, that Friday night should be reserved for high school football. And I realize it. I realize that in, in Texas and California and Florida and Pennsylvania, Ohio, there's some places where high school football is incredibly important. But there's other there's other places in the in in the country where. You know they they'll play on Saturday morning and they don't even play on Friday night. But I, I get all that. But I just I always felt like Friday night was should have been reserved for 
for high school football. And, and it should be. I mean, and you know, when you go back to you know how recruiting was several years ago, I mean, those college coaches would go to those Friday night games and get a look at those players. I mean, and then they would go meet up with the team, you know, wherever they may be. So it has changed a, a, a lot of different – the whole concept and the whole landscape has changed. But, Tom, I couldn't agree with you more. Friday night – is for they call it Friday Night Lights for a reason. It's mm-hmm. for high school football, and I and I think that uh, when you know when they started kind of you know when colleges started going and playing in that window, I, I'm certainly not in favor, and, and never was in favor of that. All right, still ahead this afternoon uh, on your commute to the house, we're going to visit with Joe Trahan from WFAA Channel Eight in Dallas. That'll be coming up next. Then we'll also visit with. Former Ranger Bobby Witt. I think Bobby spent 15, 16 seasons in the big leagues, 11 of those with the Texas Rangers. And uh, now he's in the uh, he's an agent in in, uh, in in professional sports. And we'll uh, we'll visit with him, talk about the Rangers, talk about just the the, the state of, of the union, if you will, in Major League Baseball. We'll do that coming up around 5.30 or so this afternoon. So that's all still ahead as we uh, roll through a Wednesday afternoon edition of uh, Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and not quite as cool. Low temperatures fall to 54 degrees. We may see a few clouds to start the day tomorrow, otherwise mostly sunny skies. Another mild day with a high of 78 and mostly sunny skies on Friday and a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. Local officials continue COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through November 20th. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-register online and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. Saliva test for COVID-19 through the federal community-based testing site program is being used. This program provides COVID-19 surge testing sites until November 20th in areas where there has been an increase of number of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations. All sites are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Log on to covidwaco.com for exact testing sites and dates. 
You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It takes just a few minutes to receive your saliva COVID test. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! It's uh, 5.15. This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Stretch, uh, Garrett just said it was the uh, Danucci code. But um, anyway, uh, we, are joined, you, buddy. <laughs> we are joined by Joe Trahan from WFAA Channel 8. Joe, fourth different starting quarterback for the Cowboys this Sunday in game nine of the season. Uh, that, that that says a lot right there for where this team is. Well, I got to tell you, Tom, you, you, and hey, boys, I hope y'all are doing good today. It, it, it says a lot. I mean, the Cowboys are doing everything they can to stay on brand with the year 2020. <laughs> they are the poster team for 2020. I've never seen four quarterbacks in five weeks in the NFL. That is a recipe for disaster, and that's what the Cowboys have cooked up. Let me ask you this, Joe. Uh, Chris Jones looks like he's – He's out for the, for the uh, for the remainder of the season. But you know, I, I mean, I'm sure they can get somebody that'll punt the football. But more than that, it it, it isn't he doesn't he do also hold for the for the field goal kicker? That, that that's a great point, Coach. It's uh, Hunter Niswander is, is going to be your new punter. Hunter, God bless you. Punter. Was that a sneeze? He's, he's going to be the guy. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, from, from what I heard, there was uh, you know some sort of an audition to make sure he could hold. Or you could see Garrett Gilbert, or you you could see Cooper Rush. I mean, who knows? And and boys, at this point, does it matter? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where we are. 
I, and I was, you know, and I asked, uh, stretched this earlier. I'll ask you the same question. We have the games here on ESPN Central Texas with Brad and Babe and, and Christy, and of course the games are on television. From a Cowboy fan's perspective, give me some hope. Give me a reason to turn it on and listen. Give me a reason to turn it on and watch it. We we kind of all know what the results are going to be, but just looking for something that say, hey, I can hang my hat on this maybe and maybe moving forward. I think it's a great question, Tom, and I actually do have a few things for you. And I have to start with the, the development of that Cowboys defense. The Cowboys have to figure out if Mike Nolan will be the defensive coordinator moving forward. That might be the most important thing that you will find out. I think that uh, Mike McCarthy is going to be back. I know there has been some talk about if he could be one and done, and that's turned into a national topic. In fact, one that we were talking that we've been talking about on WFAA for weeks, thanks to Coach. But I, I think Mike McCarthy makes it. The bigger question is, will Mike Nolan remain as defensive coordinator? And that's what Cowboy fans need to really lock into. Of uh, the development, I'd like to see. By the way, Randy Gregory. He's been you know, through a lot of stuff, a lot of it his own doing, but I want to see how he continues to develop. And then more than that, um, they're bringing in uh, this Eli Anku, who was with the, uh, he was with the Texans. He was with the ja- uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars before then. It's not about him as a player, because I don't think he's some great player, but I want to see if they can get players that fit the scheme in order to, to, to make a case to keep Mike Nolan. That's what they've got to find out, and, and that's one of the big things that I will be watching. The defense finally forced some turnovers. We'll see if they can continue to improve. Um, I talked at length yesterday uh, with Demarcus Lawrence. We, we, we've got to figure out if, if, if veterans like Demarcus Lawrence will buy into what Mike Nolan is selling, and I think that's the most important thing for Cowboy fans to watch throughout the rest of this season. Joe, let me ask you this, and, and, and I know you, you – you believe that Mike Nolan will – I'm sorry, you believe that Mike McCarthy will be back for year two. If this team goes 2-14 and 14 and they won't be favored in another game with either – it doesn't matter whether it's Danucci, uh, Gilbert, uh, Cooper Rush, uh, Buster, Buster, whoever. Cooper Yeah, exactly. Don't forget about Coop. Don't forget about the third Manning brother. Yeah, but the point I'm making is, Joe, if this team goes 2-14 and and you don't see the arrow move the the, the right way, and and I know what your belief is. Your belief is that Mike McCarthy will be back because Jerry doesn't want to admit he made a mistake. He doesn't want to have to pay him $20 million. I mean, all the downside that goes with, with, with moving on a coach. When you start to see the national needle move towards the pressure of saying, you know what, they hired the wrong guy. There's, it, it looks and reeks if the Cowboys hired the wrong coach. In, in what scenario could you see the Joneses moving on and just, and just admitting that they made a mistake in the hiring of Mike McCarthy? That's the thing, Stretch, especially now. I mean, damn, the punter got hurt. I mean, you know, this is – I think Jerry could just put his hands up and say, look, you get a mulligan, Mike McCarthy, because of the unprecedented nature of the injuries and the bad luck and the bad karma and, and in some instances, yes, the bad play. But, but more than that, I, I don't think that any coach, given the circumstances that this guy has had to face, um, 
it wouldn't be fair to just give this guy one year, even even stretch if he is the wrong hire. So I think that's where they will be. And I, I really, I don't, you know, I've been obviously watching all this election coverage. We've been talking about, oh, does so-and-so have this path or that path? I do not think that there is a path to which Mike McCarthy will be fired. There is none. 521, we're visiting with uh, Joe Trahan from WFAHN Lake. Joe, uh, Sean Lee was back Sunday, but was he really? I mean, did you see Sean Lee at 100%? I saw Sean Lee go in for one play. Um, He got hit about three or four yards down the field, and he was a little gimpy walking off the field. Mm -hmm. And I just said, man, it's 2020, and that was the most 2020 thing that we could see from Sean Lee. You know, he played, a, whatever, four or five snaps, six snaps. He didn't play much. Um, so, no, um, I hope he's okay. You know, they, they tried to couch it as, hey, we just wanted to get his feet wet. I hope that Sean Lee can, can play, you know, whatever, 15, 20 snaps and help guys get lined up the right way to, to where we can at least start to evaluate, you know, on, on a firm foothold if these guys can play or not. Joe, let me ask you this: Awuzie, uh, we haven't, I haven't seen him back since I think they brought him back off of IR. Is there any word on whether he may get some playing time uh, in this game Sunday against Pittsburgh? Yeah, good question. So Cheeto did practice today, and Mike McCarthy actually expanded upon why he didn't play this past week. Last week he practiced on Wednesday, but that's when he had the setback. So he's back in practice. Uh, he was back in practice, full go today. They'll evaluate his health through the week. Um, he is, he's on, uh, he's, uh, they project him to play, but we'll see if, if, if he can stay healthy throughout this week to make it to the game day on Sunday. But, you know, Coach, when we're, uh, when we're looking forward to Tito Wujie coming back in the lineup, that, that's when you know it's 2020, Hawk. Huh? Right, the, the thought of it makes my belly ache, but I'm going to leave you with this, Joe, and I, I appreciate you jumping on with us like, like I always do. I, I appreciate you as a friend. and appreciate you getting on with us, but I'm going to end it with this. 2-14, and 14, I can tell you right now, Jerry will take off. He'll be he, as soon the minute the season's over. He'll have that plane in the air. He'll be headed to, to duck hunt up in Stuttgart, Arkansas, with a case of the red ass. And I'm telling you, if they go two and fourteen, I believe there is a chance they could clean this whole thing out. So that's just an opinion from O Stretch, and I thought I'd leave you with that. I will. Well, I'll leave you with this then, because this is, hey, it's Sports Talk Radio. So let's put lunch on hard eight in the colony. We'll bet it out right here. Whoever's right um, gets lunch at Hard Eight in the column. Hey, you right got now. it. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring. I'll, and I'll bring a pile of rolled nickels so I can make sure I pay for it. Joe, thanks for showing up. Appreciate, appreciate you getting on, brother. All right, boys. I'll take care. See you, Tom. Joe, thanks. Appreciate it. Five twenty-four. That is a Joe Trahan from Channel Eight WFAA. Uh, he's uh, his beat is the Cowboys, and he's on top of it for us. We appreciate that. Five twenty-four, and it's time now for the uh, Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice. Uh, nope, it's not. Okay, sorry, we're uh, I'm I'm being flagged off by by Garrett. Five twenty-four. We're back with more in just a moment. This high school football coaches show with Whitney coach Mark Bird, brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. What are some of the things that stand out to you most about this season? Well, you know, after Friday night, we went back and looked. We ended up having 12 starters we had tabbed at the beginning of the year that did not finish the year either due to injury or due to COVID. So, you know, it was very tough to get consistency, you know, and that's something you don't normally have in a regular year. 
that many starters that don't finish the year. Like I said, either due to injury or COVID, but you know that, that was really tough as, as as a staff because you show up Monday and uh, to, to, or Sunday to make a plan, and it's like 31 first date. You know, you got a new body in there, and and granted, I know kids have to step up and play and and fill in, and you've got depth, but you know, at 3A football, it's a little tough, and so those things played a big factor. Another factor that stood out was, you know, we, we've got to be more physical. Uh, we've, we've got to hit the weight room and, and get some kids that are young to mature in the weight room. So those are two glaring things that stood out. What are some of your favorite memories of this group of seniors? You know, you, you have to look back and, and the kid like Dawson Hightower start for three years straight into Mike linebacker position and, and what all he's been able to do for the team. You know, he's, he's been through the highs, the lows, and He's been that leader. Uh, he, he's been a part of a team that, that went out and uh, won a district championship. Uh, another thing was seeing a kid like Levi Whitehead, who came out really his senior year and, uh, you know, just, just had a really good year catching the ball. And uh, Another kid like Derek Anderson, our right guard, uh, started for three years and just undersized kid, but, you know, you, you can't measure his heart. and Just things like that, those, those type of kids that really – uh, have a special knack for loving the game. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, Jagger, Wampus Cat, Lion, Trojan, or Wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Texas. Our music is back on the road, so let's all mask up and be socially responsible. Get back out there and support great Texas artists and our iconic live music venues. Let's all do our part and keep Texas music alive. It's a gather burrito. It's a cold shatter buck in my hand. It's a warrior for the jukebox one. Sponsored by Texas Masquerade Party. Visit TexasMaskParty.org for info. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. The Ben DiNucci era is officially over in Dallas, which means that either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush will get the start this week against Pittsburgh. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy talked about what he likes in both quarterbacks earlier today. Well, they're both smart. They pick up the game plan quickly. You, know, you can see that right away with Garrett. You can see that in my time with Cooper during the virtual meetings. He always asked really good questions you know from meeting to meeting you know, he was on top of it um, you know the, the obviously had the foundation of the offense of what was in place here so all the changes that were made he was able to process that and, and tie it to the things that were kept from the old offense so uh, they classified both guys as smart as smart quarterbacks so um, they just need rep sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
529 after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And and uh, <laughs> Stretch, uh, Joe is just, he, he's pretty much straightforward, isn't he? I mean, he's going to tell you what he thinks when it comes to uh, to the, the Cowboy beat. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's really got his – he does a good job of, you know, uncovering all the issues with the Cowboys. He's got some inside sources there. And, and, and you know, he's a, he's a fun guy to talk to. I mean, he's a professional at what he does. And he's at WFAA for a reason. And, you know, he's, he's one of the top guys in the Metroplex for a reason. And, you know, how he handles himself and really how he speaks. I mean, he's, he's just a top-line guy. All right, 5.30, and uh, we'll talk a little high school football here as uh, we get geared up and ready to go with uh, with uh, high school football on Friday night. And Again, uh, we'll have the Midway Panthers and the Duncanville Panthers and, and just doing my research and getting ready. Boy, everywhere you look on that Duncanville football team, whether it's the, on the offensive side of the ball, special teams, defense, th- this is a special team. I mean, they are they are a very talented football team. And I, in this league, it is uh, – I mean, it's it, they're loaded with talented football teams with with the DeSotos and the Cedar Hills. But, my goodness, when I look at Duncanville, this is a, this is a high-caliber, high-quality football team. And I, I look forward to watching them play Friday night and, and uh, look forward to uh, watching the Midway Panthers and seeing how they compete uh, with, uh, with programs like that. And, and again, uh, I, watching Coach Hume and how he prepares his team for, uh, for this game, I, I think it's going to be interesting and it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know what? Anytime you play a team – with that kind of talent, you, that, that's a great measuring stick for your team. And I'm sure that's how he's challenging his football team right now to say, hey, you know what, we're going to go in here and play, play as good as it gets in the state, guys. This is a great way to measure where you're at and where you need to be and, and quite frankly, where we're going. And this is the final game of the zone format where uh, uh, then they'll take a look at how everybody did in their in their respective zones and then put together the 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 zone playoff where – Zone one plays zone two, and uh, we do know that the two number fours will play each other. The two number ones will play each other, and then the uh, zone ones number two will play zone twos number three and vice versa. So, And, and that's how they're going to determine in case of a situation where where they have a COVID breakout at one of the schools and, and uh, we can't get all the games played. That is, that's how they're going to determine a, a playoff format. They're going to have that. That will be the format we use to determine the four teams that go to the playoffs. However, should they get all the games played, they'll they'll disregard that and then just revert back to a, a regular schedule. But basically, stretch as we mentioned, they're going to play their backup plan first. They're going to get their backup plan done and and, and have it set just in case and, and uh, you know everybody's doing it a little differently and this is an interesting way to do it and and uh and, and they're, that's how the 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 district folks decided to do it they wanted to go ahead and just get the playoff situation knocked out just in case yeah and, and you know what I, I think this is something like you said i mean the uil kind of laid out their format and then the districts kind of fit it within that format and that's exactly what they've decided to do and you know quite frankly guys i mean i I think it's worked pretty well so far, and I hope that, you know, obviously we can get through this and get to a state champion and and, and give these young men, you know, their opportunity to go out there. And we've talked about this a million times. They've only got so many turns, and you want to see them have 
those opportunities and those turns when you, you know, when you train and you do the things all summer that you do to try to get yourself in a position to go do that. And that's exactly why Brownwood made the uh, the journey over here to play La Vega on Monday night was to give their football team an opportunity to play. Again, those two teams were scheduled to play earlier in the year in a district matchup. Uh, but COVID uh, pre- prevented that from happening. Brownwood had to forfeit the football game to La Vega. And then uh, they got to to looking, and the coaching staff uh, decided, said, hang on a second here. We both need a game, and we both have a, a date at the end of the year. Uh, let, let's just play each other. And so they contacted the, the UIL, and the UIL uh, is in the same – I mean, they're about kids as well, and they're, they're looking at – wanting to get these kids an opportunity to play. So they uh, they allowed them to to play a non-district game at the end of the year. And, and again, it wasn't about the record. It wasn't about – it was about the opportunity, and that's why they did that. Yeah, and that's – I mean, again, what you're saying, uh, exactly what Midway was is about to go through and play in Duncanville, that's what Brownwood said. You know what, we need to go see where we're at. We need to see as a football team – what it's all about. We're going to go play one of the top teams in the state. And, hey, you know what? They got they got beaten up pretty good. But at least it gives you a, 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 a measuring stick and something to w- work forward to and something that you can point to your young men and say, guys, we got a ways to go, but here's the positives that we did. Here's the negatives that we did. And, and use it as a teaching tool and try to get them going the right direction. All right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock tonight, we'll have the uh, Baylor Coaches Show with John Morse. He'll be over at Rudy's and look forward to that as the uh, as the Bears get ready to play Iowa State uh, in Ames. And uh, we'll have the Baylor Coaches Show right here on ESPN at 6 at 6.30 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. It's the Coach Stewart Show talking Temple Wildcats football as Temple gets ready for Ellison on Friday night. And, again, that will be a 7 o'clock broadcast, 7.30 kick. Uh, with uh, Ward White and and uh, your boy Q and and Art will all be down there for that one. So we got a lot of good football. And then coming up in uh, I guess two weeks when the uh, playoffs begin, we will we will on our family of radio stations. And I believe it's going to be down on Shooter ninety two point nine FM. We're going to have the Crawford Pirates and their run for uh, for a championship out of out of conference two way. So we got plenty of football still to come here. Uh, on uh, on ESPN Central Texas and our family of radio stations, but look forward to to the playoffs. And again, we've uh, <laughs> it, it's one of those bizarre years. Stretch. We're about halfway through the five A and six A schedule, and we're already heading into playoff time with uh, with one A through four A. No question, strange feel, but guys are getting the games in, and that's 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 what I hope keeps happening. Yes, we've had a few bumps in the road. They've had a few hicks up hiccups. But just keep playing the games and, and keep giving these kids those opportunities. That that's what you want to see. And you know what? If it, if it if it takes the five and the and the bigger school five A six A's all the way to Christmas to finish it, hey, get your season in. And I think that's what they're having some success doing. All right, uh, five thirty six. Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith, along with Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by. Former Texas Ranger, spent 16 years in baseball, 11 years uh, with the Rangers, and now he's in the scouting business. We welcome into the program Bobby Witt. Bobby, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time. Uh, former Ranger, so obviously you probably still have a uh, an affection for that for that organization. And, man, a rough year for, for this team, and, and they've got issues. So where do you start 
rebuilding or retooling this team, do you start with starting pitching? Well, I think that, you know, you look at what uh, what happened last year. I mean, I think losing Kluber right out of the gate definitely hurt that team. Uh, I think they were counting on him to obviously give a lot of innings. Had a couple of young guys there that I think he could have, you know, nurtured along the way. But, um, but you know, him going down right away. But I think pitching, you know, pitching and defense is going to win you championships. So I think those are the two things you try to focus on. And it sounds like to me that, they are maybe in a little bit of a rebuild, you know, from what you see. I know they had a lot of youth last, last uh, well, this past year come up. And, um, you know, some of those guys, some of those guys played pretty well. Bobby, let me ask you this. You're, we're talking to Bobby Witt, former MLB pitcher and now works for Octagon. He's got a son that's heck of a heck of a baseball player. He was picked second in the draft a year ago. But, Bobby, before we get to that and before we talk about junior, I want to ask you about – you know, Turner, about him coming back. when And talk a little bit about, you know, what you see, guys, the, the, the emotion of the game and then what he did, you know, after he tested positive and coming back out in this situation. I mean, how do you think Major League Baseball will handle that? And then tell me your thoughts a little bit about, you know, the emotion of the game and what you feel like he got really tied up into to want to, to wanna come back and celebrate with his, you know, with his teammates. Yeah, you know what, Glenn? That that's that's a tough one, man. I mean, you watch that series. You know what those guys have been going through. I mean, they've been doing COVID testing probably every other day for the last four months. And that group that was, you know, it was a very tight knit group. And from what I heard and you know uh, what I saw of late, I guess Trey and one of the closers for the Dodgers came out and said that the team really was. Uh, I guess inspirational and in having him come come out. I don't know if he was going to come back out, but you know he's out there grinding and they're in in that situation. And all of a sudden, somebody taps you on the shoulder and says, "Hey, guess what? You, you can't go back out. You just tested." So I can't imagine what he was going through emotionally. I just know that uh, you know it was a very difficult decision. And you know, obviously, with what's going on in our country and in the world with COVID, you know, you don't want to do anything to, you know have somebody else catch that or whatever but it was just it was difficult I mean I guarantee you he was just you know sometimes you, you make a mistake or whatever but I mean he, he wanted to be a part of that and I guess the team said hey come on back out so ended up going out taking the picture and and um and that was it yeah and, and let's shift let's shift gears here Bobby I want to I want you to share with uh with our listeners here at ESPN Central Texas a little bit about you know really mentoring your son and, and, and Bobby Jr. Obviously, I believe he was the second pick of the Royals. Uh, you know, how you mentored him, kind of how you mix that with your business today and what you do. And then talk to us a little bit about seeing him grow into his first year as a, as a Major League Baseball player. And I know you're out there in Arizona right now, and he's bought his first house. And you know, kind of being a dad, but also being a mentor, and all the things that you're having to balance as you go through seeing your seeing your son, you know, pretty much chase the same footsteps that you went through. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I, I mean, I think that I think anytime um, you know, you, you, you as a parent, you want to try to do what's best for your kid. And sometimes it's you know, you're pushing them. Sometimes it's getting away from him to let him go out there and do his own thing. But I think that, uh, you know, if you asked him, I'd probably be his, his toughest critic. You know, I, I think that it was one of those things when he, when he was growing up and playing the game, you just, I try to teach him the right way to play the game. And then 
let him go out there and, you know, use his talents, his God-given talents to go out there and, and play the game. And, and you know, he, he had a work ethic that I think that, you know, you, you hear about people have, you know, that, that are, it's already instilled in them, you know, that, that love playing the game. And this kid really does enjoy that. So there wasn't a lot of, you know, having to go out there and say, hey, you need to go do this and work out and, you know, make sure you're hitting every night. I mean, he was he was dragging me out in the yard. I remember when he was a kid and having hit ground balls, you know, and I, I'd get to the point where I was like, man, this is, uh, I'm good. You know, I, I don't need to hit anymore, man. But he wanted to continue. And, uh, you know, when you start seeing that, then you see he has that, you know, passion for what he's doing. And, and he doesn't feel like it's, it's work. He feels like this is a game that he's been playing since he's been a kid. And um, having the opportunity last year in 2019 to be selected where he was and going into an organization who, who really relies on their player development. And if you look at an organization like the Royals, they're, they're, most of those guys are a byproduct of the draft. They're not in a situation where they're able to go out like a Yankees, Red Sox, L.A. Dodgers, Cubs, and spend the money to go out and get the top free agents. They have to build within, and I think that it was a perfect fit for him. And, and he's really enjoyed what he's, what he's been doing so far this year. He was able to go up to the 60 uh, up in Kansas City and be a part of that, be around big leaguers and experience that. And I know that, you know, if there is a silver lining, uh, it, it was definitely that for him going up there and experiencing that. And then he got to, you know, there was guys at the big league level that came down from the big leagues and was pitching. And so he was facing big league guys. He was facing guys that were probably headed to triple A and double A. And it, it looked like he was probably going to go to low A if there was a regular spring training. So the things that he was able to do this year was, was, was incredible as far as the experience and that. So, and then he had another little instruction league after that in Kansas city. So overall it went pretty well for him. Um, now it's just a matter of continue to grind and, and uh, continue to, you know, work to get better. It's uh this game, you know, with, with baseball, it's, uh, it, it's, it is a grind. I mean, mentally, physically, um, you know, you're not able to go out and just be placed into the major leagues. You have to go out there and, you know, chip away at it and hopefully impress the people that make decisions. That's, that's awesome. And I, I know you've got to be proud as, as a dad of, of, of what he's accomplished. And I know you're out there trying to help him get settled into his new house. So, listen, Bobby, I appreciate you jumping on with us here. And, and, and thanks for your time tonight, buddy. You bet. Anytime, man. Take care. It's great talking to you guys. Thank you. Hey, appreciate it. That's uh, Bobby Witt, uh, former Ranger. Spent 11 seasons in a Ranger uniform. You know, the one thing I, I, I was going to ask him was the uh, this year, guys. They didn't have. They didn't have uh, the. He was talking about player development and how important it is to certain organizations, Kansas City, Oakland, and some of those others. Well, they didn't have that this year. We we were without a minor league baseball season this year, and and who knows what's going to happen next year, and how does that affect, and what effect will it have on on player uh, players trying to move into you know, move to the next level and, and, and how does it affect these organizations not having those minor league games to uh, to develop their, their their draft picks and their players and their free agents? There's so many guys trying to, you know, think about that, Tom. I mean, there's so many, so many sports trying to navigate through these waters of, of, of what's been a really trying year. And I, I think that would have been a great question. And certainly, you know, we'll grab Bobby again. We'll get closer maybe to baseball season and we can, uh, you know, we can pick his brain. But, heck, heck, great guy, great player. And, boy, he's got a son. His, let me tell you something. Bobby Witt Jr., just remember it. He will be a stud in, in, in the major leagues, I promise you. 544, 16 away from 6. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our Baylor Coaches Show on the air tonight. Plus, Baylor soccer gears up for its fall finale this Friday. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. The Black is back. It's the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels. Get special holiday deals on the truck of your dreams, like a brand new Ram Lone Star Crew Cab with special factory discounts and financing. Or grab hold of the Swiss Army knife of SUVs, Jeep Gladiator, and head for holiday adventure. The Black is back. The Black Friday sales event from Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. Hey, Baylor and Waco family, it's Coach Kim Mulkey. Will you join us in the fight against the spread of COVID-19? Let's put in the work and take care of each other by wearing face coverings, maintaining social distance, knowing and monitoring the symptoms, and staying home if you're sick. We want to see you back in the Ferrell Center soon, so let's put family first and let's beat COVID-19 together. Sick'em Bears. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, we do have a Baylor Coaches Show coming up this evening. It is radio only. It's here on ESPN Central Texas from 6 to 7. Tune in and you'll hear from head football coach Dave Aranda and also Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Baylor soccer back in action this Friday at Betty Lou Mays Field, closing the fall portion of their schedule. They'll play again in the spring. Baylor closing at home against Oklahoma this Friday at 5 at Betty Lou Mays Field. We're rebuilding. You know, they are, you know, you're going to look at the record and they, they you know, they don't have a victory uh, so far. They're, they've got a couple games in hand because they had the COVID bug early, so they've got a couple more games to play after after this weekend when we're, we're actually done. So they've got a few more games, but the new coach, new staff, kind of building some things together. And I think I said this before the uh, Kansas State game is that, you know, you don't want to be the team that, you know, that they find a breakthrough on. So that's what we're, we've got to be ready for. There's no weak teams in this conference. Um, even looking at Kansas State, you know, they had been blown out by Texas 7 to nothing, and then came in, gave us a good game, and we won 4-0. But they turned around two days later, had to play uh, TCU, who's probably going to win the league this year, um, and took them to overtime. Wow. So. You know, Oklahoma's a similar team where they've got some dangerous players, and, you know, you hope that they don't start to peak uh, at your place. So we've got to be ready um, for a, a, an, an opponent that's hungry to hungry for a win. We always say, you know, dying dogs bite, so you've got to be careful. Paul Jobson and Baylor Soccer hosting OU Friday at 5 at Betty Lou Mays Field. The game broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Also, Baylor Volleyball, number two in the nation, takes on Texas. First of two matches tomorrow in Austin. They'll play tomorrow at 7, then again on Friday at 7 in the capital city. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight with the Baylor Coaches Show and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Everything we do, we do 
First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. Yes, you can. Score big at First Central Credit Union with the First Central debit or ATM card. You can deposit cash up to 50 bills or checks in our local ATM 24-7. Touchdown, yes, you can, on your own time at First Central's Enhanced ATM. Everything we do, we do for you. Open an account online at firstcentralcu.com today. Subject to membership eligibility. Member NCUA. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. The Ben DiNucci era is officially over in Dallas, which means that either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush will get the start this week against Pittsburgh. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy talked about what he likes in both quarterbacks earlier today. Well, they're both smart. They pick up the game plan quickly. You, know, you see that right away with Garrett. You can see that in my time with Cooper during the virtual meetings. He always asked really good questions you know from meeting to meeting uh, he was on top of it um, you know the, the obviously had the foundation of the offense so what was in place here so all the changes that were made he was able to process that and, and tie it to the things that were kept on the old offense so uh, they're classified both guys as smart as smart quarterbacks so um, they just need rep sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas nine away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up uh, tomorrow, well, who knows what we got tomorrow. We'll we'll discuss tomorrow tomorrow, but it has been fun, guys. Uh, I tell you, we had a great show, a lot of great guests, and a lot of fun. So let's uh, let's tee it up and do it again tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. For for, uh, Glenn and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.